0: My name's Owen, I'm the dungeon master of our Return of the Giants campaign.
1: Um, hey guys, um, I'm Jared. I'm playing the character of Crassus, uh, Antares, a Astral Elf wizard. Hi
2: everybody, I'm Michael, I'm playing Tetraeonite, a uh, Circle Stars Druid.
3: Hi, my name's Claire. I am playing Naudies, or
4: Now, who is a Warwick-forged fighter. Uh, hi, I'm Alan.
5: And I'm playing Myra, the Elder
6: and Druid. Hi, I'm Matt. I'm playing Niall Silhouette, the uh, Monk Owl. Hi, guys. My name's Simon. I'm playing the character of Ember. He wants to be a master of Wildfire, but does he have the skills to be best one? <laughs> Hi, I'm Dave. My character is Harry Harrington, the Harringon, a roguish merchant with a heart of gold.
0: Actually, Miss so, much? No, you no, haven't no, missed no. anything. But we're here now. Hello, everybody! Oh, oh, wait, hello, hang on. Wait, wait. The camera's not coming in. Give me a second. Wait, what? Wait. What? It's so slow. Michael, why is your camera? Oh, come on, Michael. Come on, Michael's camera. Okay, maybe maybe it's no. disabled. Hang on. Let me just double check. What? Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. No. It's coming. Come on. Dave's just yawning. He's done. <laughs> He's bored.
6: Michael, what is your camera. I'm, I'm oh. just thinking. I wonder if I can get away playing Baldur's Gate and, D&D and the family.
0: No, you,
7: absolutely no. Okay, Michael's in. Okay, <laughs> on
0: count of three. One, two, three. Hello, hello, <laughs> hello, hello, everybody. Welcome wow. back to the Lost Archives, where we are not playing Baldur's Gate three tonight. We're playing Dungeons and Dragons Fifth Edition. But who can tell the difference anymore? Uh, a, for the purposes of the uh, for the enjoyment, raise your hand if you have played any Baldur's Gate three right now. Everyone but Matt. Keep your hand up if you've played. Keep your hand up if you've played 10 hours or more.
2: Yeah, yeah, we Keep are, your hand up Matt. if
0: you've played 15 hours or more.
1: Ooh. Yeah. Keep your hand oh, yeah. up if
0: you've played 20 hours or
1: more. Dave and
0: Ali are the winners. <laughs> Keep Dave your hands up.
1: If, 30 hours.
0: How many hours yeah. have you played, Dave?
1: 32.6 uh, says right here on Steam. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, 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 that's, yeah, yeah, that's
6: probably, Dave, you, uh, have
0: a, you have a full time job, mate.
6: Totally. Yeah, <laughs> <dude>. <laughs>
7: hey, Not for so much I,
0: longer. How
6: many hours of sleep have you I had have this never week? been as productive at work. My, my job's <laughs> delivery based. So, like, if nice. I do my job, as long as I'm available for call, it's fine. Uh, man, the oh, first man, five, five really hours of my day is just go, 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 skip lunch, start playing Muller's Gate. Oh. <laughs> Awesome.
5: Outstanding.
0: Well, we we are all very very much enjoying it. We're trying to convince Matt to um, exactly. just be a terrible worker and actually just play it when he's supposed to be in. Vegas. As we were
5: saying before, yeah. I have to succeed a wisdom saving
1: throw every hey. day. Yeah, and uh, look,
5: mate, if I fail, it's, it's well, just, just, just
0: take just that ill wisdom roll and instant success uh, every right? time.
7: Uh, look, I've
1: only played an hour, so I feel you, Matt. I've exactly. um, I've been building a lot of um stuff from Whammer. Oh, oh interesting.
2: interesting.
1: Like why am a forty k or just regular? I'm playing I Age of Sigma at the moment with some mates. Uh, oh, nice. What? what,
2: what who, who? Who? Who rolling?
1: So I'm actually building Soul Black Ravelords at the moment.
2: Oh, nice. Okay, I'm still there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh, still there. sweet. Yeah. Nice. Are you playing with? I Harley, also Sharon? have um. No, no, no. Harley does not play that. Oh, really? I have really? a bunch of Ballarat mates. Um, I also have Ogor More Tribes, and I have um, Kin and Ogle. Oh, cool, oh.
2: cool, cool, cool. Yeah. And I have forty really k too, though. It sometimes run through. i
5: haven't i haven't done warhammer since high school so yeah that's uh that's another
2: oh
1: i only just started or... jumping into it so mm.
2: oh, I, right. I, I did think it was great because it sort of pairs the rules down a bit and it actually makes them like heaps more accessible
1: i, yeah, I would
7: like, like
5: to run, run into i would like to run some warhammer 40k like kill team
1: um oh the yeah like, really the fun. smaller teams because i know
5: i know there's a few people that i know that would be down so we ever do decide
1: to align on that that'd be that'd be a fun one Ooh, that
5: would be yeah
0: 100 yeah. yeah yeah absolutely yeah. i I'm not, yeah. I'm, I'm not really giving a go of warhammer but i'd be keen to give it a go especially if as you're saying it's a slightly sort of pared down version of
1: the mm. of well age of Sigmar's is pretty fun at the moment I, I, my friends love it they love it way more than they ever did 40k oh wow I like okay paint. i like painting too Done. and painting's fun but i've only just started i've been building heaps i have a lot of painting to go
2: yeah. <laughs> I, have, yeah. I have a lot of building that's been sort of moved to the wayside and haven't done in way too long. Yeah.
4: I can definitely recommend picking up a USB-C airbrush if you don't have an airbrush, you know, with the full compressor and anything, because oh, yeah. it yes. really makes painting so much easier. Mm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, my friend said airbrush, but they said I need to get my uh, paint skills up first with the, the, the brush. Yeah. So get that down yeah. first and then jump onto that. At least contrast works because I'm painting a lot of stuff, so...
5: Mm. I, I used to be not bad,
1: um... I don't know what my skills are like now. Matt, you have yeah. always been good at art, so I trust that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I, 100% Ooh. you'd be good at it. I've I've nah. got to get back into mini painting because I've got the Witcher board game, the Witcher Old World, and it came with minis for every monster and all the witches and all the oh, mages. Yeah. So I really want to p- paint oh, all cool, of those. Yeah, We're talking like, cool. I think it's like 50 minis or something ridiculous that came in the Ooh. box. It's fucking huge. So I am I will <laughs> wow. paint those.
1: Oh man, 50 minis, I wish. I oh, have yeah, like yeah, six zombies and 40 skeletons to paint. <laughs> A bunch <laughs> of other stuff too. Fair, so. yeah, fair, fair. No, that's a good point. That
0: is a good point. Um, no, I, I do want to do that. And there's the new version, the, the next version of Scythe's coming out soon as well. Scythe Expeditions. Scythe being one of my favorite mm. games. Oh, yeah, the new Scythe yeah, coming yeah. out, which I'm really keen for, so I'll have to paint Ooh, those as well. There are.
7: The this month. So,
0: um, Claire and Michael, when you're next oh, in Brizzy, yeah, so good. I know yeah, how much yeah. you love playing Scythe with us. We'll break out Expeditions. It looks yeah. like a much more like narrative, story-focused yeah. thing. Rather than controlling the civilization, you control just the hero. Ooh.
7: And you're exploring oh, the God, Tunguska God.
0: event as it is in, like, the 1914-plus oh, world. That's cool. yeah. Oh, that's cool! Yeah.
7: Yeah, yeah.
3: I think it'll be more at my as well. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So
0: I'm very keen to play that. Um, yeah, I'm down. Before I forget, I should say, podcast listeners, Simon isn't with us right now. I wasn't sure whether or not he would be joining us tonight because Simon and I, the, the company we work for, there's a big sales conference going on right now, which I'm obviously not attending. Um, clearly, Simon's a better worker than I am. So he's clearly there. <laughs> so um, <laughs> I think I wasn't sure whether or not he'd be able to sneak away into the hotel room and like use the Wi-Fi there to join us. Um, I am supposed to be there, so we're going to keep it on the down low and hopefully no one will notice. Um, yeah,
2: don't I'll, tell anyone. Don't stream thanks. this to the internet or anything. I, I trust them not yeah. to
0: check this, and this is going to be edited out of the YouTube and podcast. So um, the Gorgeous. bit where I said I'm supposed to be there, I'm not, I'm not going to include because they will. I think they're more likely to listen to that because I'm assuming if they're at the event, they're not watching this live, hopefully. So it <laughs> should be good. Well, Yeah, I'm sure.
5: But what you don't know, Owen, is that this is the feature entertainment for tonight.
6: (laughs) Uh,
7: In which case,
0: in which case, you're welcome. (laughs) Prepare to be entertained. We should we should dive in without too much further ado because I know Ali, um, it can't be a super late one first. She's got an early start tomorrow morning, and I have a bit of an early start tomorrow morning so that I can get to the sales conference in time and no one notices that I wasn't there tonight. So <laughs> we will do we will do a quick recap. Yeah, and Ali just... has a
1: quick start in the morning. She just wants to play Boulder's Gate early.
0: Hundred <laughs> yeah. percent. I wish.
4: I wish hard. On the other side, I'll be finished like super early in the day. Oh, You know, afternoon anyway. So more Baldur's Ten plus hours. Boulder's
0: Gate. Go go go. <laughs> If your day is not twenty-four hours of Baldur's Gate, what are you doing what with your do you life, even, really? What are you even doing? Yeah, yeah. what are you doing? You're taking well, long rests in the game. Course. You don't need to sleep. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's how it works, right? Now, let me oh, do a quick bro. recap.
1: Just quickly. So sorry. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah, go no, go. My cousins played forty-three hours Harley of Baldur's Gate.
7: What?
0: <laughs> Hang on. How much of that? How much of that is early access? So my, because if you look at my Steam, oh no, nothing. Things, he just bought it. Oh, okay, what? then that's really impressive. I
4: didn't play early access either.
0: Harley's yeah, my hero. Because <laughs> it says on my 90 but most of that was early access. I played two yeah, full yeah, playthroughs I'm, I'm in,
2: early so, yeah. in early
0: access. Yeah, I streamed hours <laughs> in early access. What were you going to say, Claire? I think Ali wins
3: with
6: 47 hours.
3: Yeah, 47
4: hours. <laughs> Nothing yeah. but work, Some sleep. And
0: Baldur's Gate. <laughs> that's wild. It's <laughs> pretty impressive. Wild. Let's be honest. It's actually impressive. Yeah. Now, it is, it is, yep. let Hardcore. me do a recap and let's jump into the session. Obviously, last session we had a pretty awesome uh, awesome finale, so we'll, we'll jump straight back in with that. The Tempest Adventuring Guild, a name now legendary across the lands of Nostea, has formed a brand new team. Lyra, Tetra, Niles, Nalthis, and Crassus have been sent to the nearby settlement of Laspire to locate the hill giant fort recently seen flying overhead in the nearby area. Teaming up with Harry, a travelling Harangon merchant, and Ember, a Firbolg druid, the group have travelled deep into a cave network to locate and rescue the captured villagers from the town. With the assistance of Balthazar, a mage from oxenford the team were able to portal the villagers out of harm's way while they faced off against the cultists, and their leader, a white crystal ganassi Kavanus, similar in appearance to Tetra. After an extremely tense battle, the team were victorious, managing to slay Kavanis despite taking some heavy damage themselves. Just as the team began to search for clues of what the cult had been doing near Laspire, the damaged giant relic implanted into Kavanis seemed to activate, causing the matching implants to begin pulsing on the hands of each of the team. Once again finding themselves experiencing the events of the past in the forms of giants, the group were reliving the gifting of land to elven refugees. In fact, they were the ones given the task of determining which giant clan was to give up territory to the elves. Deciding to see what they could do to influence events, the group began to share information regarding the future and their situation with Loki and then Sin Mare. Stretched to its limits, the simulation they were experiencing began to fall apart, revealing a being resembling a giant forged archivist to be the architect of this dream. The team learned that Archivist had been created to link the giant clans together, as well as run simulations on the world to help predict future events. However, at some point before the giants had disappeared, he had been disconnected by Sinmari. With the simulation restarting, the group made their decision about where to house the elves and found themselves back in the present. After journeying and helping the townsfolk to the nearby logging camp, the rest of the team made their way towards the settlement of Laspire once again, preparing to face off against the giants. However, a group of drunken dwarves mistook them for debtors and attempted to recover lost gold that they believed the party had acquired. Uh, Managing to keep it without going too violent, uh, minus Harry, obviously, who is a bloodthirsty killer bunny from clearly Monty Python's search for the Holy Grail, the group were able to navigate this. (laughs) The knife
6: was sheathed. The knife was sheathed
0: if only your anger and aggression had been too maybe it would have been but no <laughs> luckily luckily the team were able to talk the situation down from a, a tense almost fight breaking out level of aggression into a much more calm much more chilled out uh, affair finishing uh, with the group asking the dwarves how they got there the dwarves demonstrating by saying oh you just push this button and then vanishing from sight after pressing the button on top of a lantern The team, realising that they were about to head into danger, continued on their way towards Laspy. We left off last session as a shadow passed over the sun above them, the sound of flapping wings drawing their attention and their eyes skyward to reveal a green scaled form, a large dragon circling overhead before shooting down towards the ground and landing off the side of the road in the nearby fields. Atop its back, a cloaked figure. Elven in appearance with long grey hair leapt from the back of the dragon and began walking towards the party pulling back his hood to reveal Yerveth one of the founding members of the Tempest Adventuring Guild and that is where we left off last session with the uh, with the introduction of Yerveth once again as Yerveth strides towards you his cloak shifting and changing to match the grasses and stones that he walks over and then as he passes uh, the fence that sort of separates this field from the, the main road the cloak takes on this sort of pattern of lines of wood briefly before picking up again, the cobblestones beneath his feet as you stands there, pulls his bow back into a more comfortable position, looks and goes, Hey, I'm guessing you're the, the new recruits for the Tempest adventuring guild. I'm Yerveth. How are you doing?
3: I'm not. Oh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Lyra. He walks over, holds out his arms to give you a big hug, wraps you up in a big bear hug. Um, Behind him, the dragon stalks towards you, almost feline-like in its uh, mannerisms. And as it bends its neck, neck down and sniffs at you, Lyra, you feel this sort of gentle puff of hot air as it nuzzles into you and then leans back up and sniffs the rest of the group one by one.
2: Right now, oh, okay. oh, this um, is...
7: Oh, my... I lost the oh, oh, Well, oh, 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 I hear... Oh, oh,
0: oh. You lost uh having a bit of trouble? Mira sent me to come and check in on you.
1: Um,
6: Harry hides.
7: Harry hides. What,
6: the the dragon sniffing this tiny little rabbit, um, and he hides and he rolled in that twenty. So uh, uh, Harry just
0: um, ducks into the grasses and vanishes from view. <laughs> Gone. Just vanishing from um, we- sight.
1: Is this map accurate? Are we actually outside the gates?
0: Uh, it's a little bit further away than that. I've Definitely. just got it there for
1: representation. Oh, uh, that's fine. I was going to like just point at the massive oh. steer in the sky. but
0: I, I mean, Yerveth uh, had just flown over. Like, he, 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 I mean, he had yeah. a, an, a bird's eye view, a dragon's eye <laughs> view of the this. whole situation. I mean, he was in a pretty good position to see anything that might might be there. I mean, as, as he looks, goes, yeah, Mira said that you look, we're in a spot of bother. How can I help?
4: there are these uh mechanical insects and other creatures just all over town and you know we 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 totally had this until like you know if you sort of peek through the lava cracks there's uh there's totally like mechanical dragons and stuff down there
0: wow yeah i i think the team fought a mechanical dragon once before i uh before i joined on with them in, in a sky sky castle one of the cloud giant places it was like a clockwork dragon or something it's sort of similar to that because they had a bit of trouble with that, if I if I remember.
4: No clue. That must have been before lucky got me out of the jam.
0: I think it might have been. I think that might have been before. Yeah, well, you, you would have been there when they spoke about that, Mira. Mira, Lyra. <laughs> you would have been there when they spoke about that, Lyra. <laughs> Are you going? <laughs> uh, look. Or maybe maybe Shana was there. Maybe this is when that might make more sense. Um, yeah, so. Clockwork dragons, other monstrosities. Yeah, well,
4: Cobra, like just sort of on the other side of the gates last time we saw it.
0: Yeah, wow. Um, how How's everything been going? Have you found the townsfolk?
4: Uh, yes, I was, uh, sorry, uh, Mr. Yes. Um,
5: Niles, Niles of Wind.
0: Uh, Hi exactly. Niles, um, how you doing? Uh,
5: very, oh, very good, huh? Um, just very excited. Uh, but oh, but no. Um, I was just about to say, um, the townspeople—they—they uh, uh, they left well in mass um, when the, uh, the mechanical uh, creatures came and started tearing up their, their, their fine little village here. Um, they, we found some of them. Um, uh, just a half an hour walk back down the path uh, uh, in the forest. There, um, they got captured by cultists, though. Um, from the elemental state. Um, that was not planned or to be expected. That was a bit of a bother. Uh, we dealt with them, um, and got them back. But we also uh, encountered uh, some strange individuals there. And and also we have these in our hands too, which is not good. Um, so, uh, yes. Uh, we, we probably need to be speaking to maybe Loki or, or someone a bit more about
0: that, that this. Um. Yeah. I, there's a few things I'm going to circle back to. Uh, I'm to. I'm going to ask you about those in a second. Just want to circle back to cultists. Not a fan of cultists. I've had my oh. fair share of cultists <laughs> dealing with them. Don't love them. What's what flavor are we talking? Dragon? Uh, actually, they're the only ones I fought, but like
5: oh. <laughs> these these seem to be um, uh, ele- elemental um, in, no, in, in a Genasi, that's that's the mm. one. Ah, yes. Uh, they seem to have. Uh, does anyone, did anyone, did anyone write jot down what their what their insidious looks like? I, I didn't capture that myself.
1: Um, I mean, I keep notes all the time, but I didn't actually point that out. So up to Owen if Owen will allow me to say I've been noted that, but I don't really mind if he doesn't.
0: Rob, I'm just thinking like you wouldn't have had a lot of time to actually. Did you take a long rest in the cavern where mm, they were next to one of their bodies?
1: I right know it's um, a little bit of like a I'd, weird sort of...
0: Yeah, part. I'd say, I'd say you, you have like a rough idea of what it looks like. I mean, do, do any of you okay, remember you, if you were I'll... to describe it? Do you remember?
5: <clears throat> I don't. I, I, don't,
2: um, I can't remember, I don't, remember it. I don't, but I, I was thinking um, would, would Tetra be able to help him?
0: what i'll do crassus i'll get you to roll a history check with advantage okay
1: no that's cool let's do that
0: give you yeah give 23 oh, 24 yeah, oh, yeah. Really? crassus as you, as you think back you didn't take a, a sketch and you're realizing now oh, you really should take a quick sketch but you you know roughly what it looks like you remember that it was a combination of the uh, uh, symbolic stylized representations of the four elements uh, uh, twisting right. burning fire um swirls of water overlaid uh clouds underneath and then what looked to be like jagged stones in the very center almost superimposed on one another to form this very stylized uh depiction of the four elements acting as one so you, you do vaguely vaguely remember it. and as you describe that you goes i can't say i'm familiar with it i'll have to check in with the uh Maybe check in with Drometheon, check in with some of the Ganassi when I'm next uh, doing a patrol down that way. Maybe uh, the You're, next time Eleanor um, and I head over to uh, to Chiari, make a stop off in the what United I'll, what, I'll,
1: what I'll do is, because um, I've got it in my mind, I'll write it down, because like, I always have notes, so I'll do a little note, I'll rip out the paper, I'll hand it to Yerveth because he'll probably see Mira before me. Oh, great. You see, you see Mira, take this and give it to her, give it to Griswold and such as well. Maybe he could find some research on it. Sounds
0: good. Ah, uh, Griswold's not at the guild right now. Uh, we're not sure where he's gone, actually. Oh? That might be a story for another time. Um, yeah, he was he was experimenting with something, and he vanished. Uh, his laboratory is half empty. It's really weird. We're hoping he's okay. Tried scrying. Oh. I didn't try scrying. I can't scry, but people who were good at that, Mira gave that a go, and then we uh, got some wizards from the university to give it a shot and weren't able to find him. We're hoping he's all right. He was that's playing around a... with fae magic. Oh. Oh.
3: oh, that's never good.
5: Um, y- yes. Uh, uh, but just that brings me back to the crystal. yeah, the hands. Um,
0: yeah, I yeah. yeah. Uh,
5: so uh, I mean, long story short, but we um we we touched some some sort of giant attack uh, in the inn uh, in the tavern here in the city. Um, uh, we it, we it seemed pretty important and. Well, we touched it, and next thing I know, we've got these uh, crystals embedded into the back of our hands. Um, d- can't really get them out, but it seems to be some sort of—how do you say? It's like a—it's like a, it's like we go back in time and experience these set events, and we're, and we're talking like yeah. back when the giants were here. Um, so you know, many, many years. Um, I can we tell you oh they, sorry no.
0: i was going to say the oxenford historical society would kill for that that would be make uh, make it very easy to locate and, and learn about the past if you could go back and experience it oh, As, oh no, yeah. sorry please keep yeah, yeah.
7: going uh,
3: they oh. they are involved
0: they're involved
3: they sent an expedition to this town apparently mm. and they were ones who found artifacts
0: I might check in with them. I still have some contacts there. I used to used to do some work for the Historical Society before I joined on with the Tempest Guild. And, uh, yeah, Eleanor, what do you think? Should we... You watch as Eleanor sort of nods along and then nuzzles into him. Yeah, I think we'll, we'll check in with that before too long as well. A few leads we okay. might need to follow up on.
2: Also, baby, before you get really excited about the, the, the handy visions, um, we're not 100% sure of their... Accuracy, because it doesn't seem like
3: it's actually a.
2: D. I don't know. Somebody's constructed the thing that we
3: go into. Reality is an illusion.
0: Yeah, that. I, I'm pretty sure it's not. That's why it's called reality. Otherwise, illusions are illusions. Reality is reality.
3: No
4: actual <laughs> reality.
3: Can you make a persuasion
0: check to try and convince <laughs> Yerveth that <laughs> reality is not reality?
7: God. <laughs> Because uh, I I, I do
0: I do remember Yerveth like as a result of his time in the jungles his grasp on reality is eighteen. <laughs> you watch as Yerveth kind of like stands there for a bit and like just ever so slightly rocks backwards and forwards for a few seconds. Eleanor comes and like places this very large snout on his back and nudges him, but he goes, "Ah, oh, thank you, Eleanor." Um, I don't I don't want to talk about that anymore. Um,
7: <laughs> yeah. <okay. laughs> No so does. back to the
0: hand thing. Uh, Niles, was it? Yes. Can I have a look? Of
2: of, of, of course.
7: Here <laughs> go. Can I say yeah. it is?
0: It is a very weird experience playing a player's character while they play their new character, <laughs> like role playing their characters interacting. Because I'm yeah. trying to channel how Matt was with Yerveth and not be corrupted yeah. with how he plays Niles at all. I'm having to remember Yerveth yeah, yeah, as he yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. No, perfect. Yerveth bends over, sort of like gives it a bit of a poke, examines it, and goes. Eleanor, what do you think? Uh, I can't really make much of this. It's not anything I'm used to. Uh, oh, um, Eleanor's going to come a bit close. I know she's quite big, but shes I promise she's she's harmless. Well, I mean, she's not harmless, obviously. She's a oh. huge dragon, but she, she won't hurt you, I promise.
7: Oh, hello there. Nice,
5: dragon.
0: Eleanor leans in, sniffs, and then places her scaled snout against, the, against your hand, essentially. The scales, probably you are expecting to feel cool to the touch, but there's a warmth there. Even in this green dragon form, there's this almost like a, a heat radiating from her. And as she presses her nose against the uh, against the implant, against the uh, heart stone, there's a moment, Niles, where you feel that warmth passing into you. Could I have you please roll me a wisdom check? Not a saving throw, just a check.
5: Just a wisdom check. Okay. Just a
0: wisdom check.
7: Hmm.
0: You're a monk. You won't be too bad at those.
7: Ooh. 18. <laughs>
0: yeah. That's that's lucky. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. You feel this moment of connection with Eleanor. Ooh. There's a moment where you can feel her emotions, her almost... Almost her mind, the shape of it, this vast consciousness, very alien to your own, the feeling of curiosity, of pride, and of trepidation mixing together in her mind and in her heart she presses her nose to you, to your hand you begin to feel those emotions almost washing over you stronger than yours as her vast soul within her seems to eclipse and then suddenly as she moves her nose away the connection breaks and you're left there kind of feeling that same curiosity just for a moment before it begins to drift and you feel your own emotions taking back again
5: wow um that that was that was something Yeah, so we're not really sure what to make of this. Um, Apparently, Sinmare of the of the giants made this technology, and well, we're we're a little bit confused. She made these. Supposedly. Oh, actually,
4: was it her that made these? Wasn't it the? Oh, not the archivist. The um.
5: Oh no, it was another one. It was
4: um. What was his name? Entity.
5: Geladon, It was Geladon. <laughs>
7: that's, that's right <laughs> Ah okay
0: Well I, I I I haven't seen Sinmari in a few months And I'm not due to Not due to check in on any of the giant castles In, in a while uh, I'll see if I can get word to Loki um, mm. I should warn you though Now that you are members of the guild Loki's been acting a little strange Lately Ever since oh. the Giants came back. What, what you I mean, mean, he's always been a bit odd, right, Lyra? <laughs> and he kind of like, you a kind I of have like chuckles a little bit nervously. Um, <laughs> and let me know if there's any, if, if you don't want me to talk about this in front of everyone, but I feel like you have a right to know as, as members of our guilds and as, and as part of our family. He's been acting a bit odd recently, um, calling people by wrong names, getting information mixed up, a little bit scrambled. Um, Sinmare said it was nothing to worry about, but I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good at reading people, and I got the sense she was keeping something from us. I tried to talk to Mira about it, but Mira seemed to believe Sinmare and Loki, and you know Mira, she's not that suspicious. She generally, generally quite trusting, so yeah. It's gonna go, funny
4: you mentioned that. Because so, you know, weird-ass hand things, talking to giant memory construct things, but the construct in our hands was saying that a lot of the giant uh, tech after the um, giants returned can't be entirely trusted due to some sort of corruption that's been happening on varying degrees of levels to the different techs. I'm wondering if maybe we should talk to Sinmare on her... Own
0: now. as yeah. much as I want
4: to see Loki again,
0: but that might be a I think good you know, idea. maybe
4: go to the source.
0: Yeah, I I think it's a good idea. I I really want to talk to Jin about this. He's for those of you who haven't met Jin yet. He's our I guess our kind of like spy master in a way. Um, he was very adept at gathering information and infiltrating, but unfortunately, he's been in deep undercover for the last two months, not being able to contact him.
3: Ah, uh, that's a shame.
0: Hmm. Do you I know where? Sin... What was that? Sorry, sorry. I
4: was just going to say, do you know where Sinmari
0: is these days? Uh, last I heard, at the Storms' Redoubt, the uh, giant storm castle. Um, but I have to say, I, I I don't know that for a fact. I just I'm assuming that's where she is. That's where she was last time I checked in, and I know that's where she sleeps most nights, or at least that's where she was. That sounds creepier. Can I say that again? That's where she like stays. That's like her home. Sorry, I, just, uh, I'm just watching people while they sleep, huh? No, it's I've been <laughs> I've been I've been speaking Draconic quite a lot recently, and it's it, you know how when you get so used to a language and the way it works, and then I have to keep switching back to Common, and it's really weird. I, it, it, Draconic now feels more my natural tongue than than Common does or Elvish. It's just hard getting used to again after being in Chiari for so long.
7: It's really I, cold I, here, I, I... isn't it? <laughs> yeah. oh, it
5: actually, but how does the things go in Chiari? Uh... I, I, last I heard, the the city was in a bit of a state after the uh, after the attack of the dra- of the dragon cult. Uh, I think it's getting better there now.
7: Well,
0: yes and no. It's complicated and, and a long story. I think let's wrap up what we need to do here. It sounds like we're on a bit of a time schedule and, and I'll, yes. I'll take you through what's happening in Chiari. It, it's a very long story, but I, we were wondering if maybe it was worth sending you there or to balmia next some point
5: ah. well in, in any case back to the uh, the primary directive uh, we were sent to the Spire to deal with this uh, this situation yeah so um,
0: there's a big circle in town big like sphere
5: well, well well yes actually I was going to get to that our information um, tells us that a couple of days ago when the, when the sphere became active there was a, a hill giant castle that flew overhead and after that, the, the the circle seemed to activate, and that's when the insects started crawling out and taking out the town. Um, we believe that we can potentially if we can get to the sphere, we should be able to
3: deactivate it. Is that is that is that my is that the in understanding? In the sphere. Because yeah. yeah.
5: Yes. Great. We, we we think we should be able to get in a little bit easier with with this. Um, uh, the the little uh, ant-like creatures seem to give us a wide berth, but it's the uh, well, it's the bigger ones, the, the, yeah. the more uh, deadly ones that seem to be giving us a bit of trouble. Um, mm. Well, maybe you could help us out with that.
0: I I think that's well within what Eleanor. I, I think Eleanor, I can help you out with that, of, of course, can't we, Eleanor? As Eleanor sort of stands up very proudly, her neck extending to its full reach as oh. she stands over you, her her form blocking out the sun as she stretches her wings for a moment and then shuffles Ooh. them back. Well, we'll run interference, draw attention. Oh, yeah, sorry, Lyra.
4: Before you run in, uh, like I was saying, there is a giant... (laughs) There's a giant cobra-looking thing in there, and it has laser turrets on its tail. I'm sorry, what? Laser turrets. (laughs) That's
0: the coolest two words I've ever heard together.
4: Yeah, until it (laughs) fires at you.
0: (laughs) That's the... the, Yeah, that's scary. Okay. Just, you
4: know, just to be cautious and you know, evasive action and all that stuff.
0: We might... He looks up at Eleanor. We might have a plan for that. To draw attention and get rid of that thing in one go. Is that the only thing blocking the entrance to the gates? Uh,
4: there... Um, there's
0: a
2: few things.
4: Menagerie uh, of spiders, uh, some scorpions I think we've seen, and probably god knows what else, including the cockroach dragons under the ground. Even okay.
5: if you're able to pull some of them away, um, and give us an easier... Uh, passage towards the sphere that would be uh, most appreciated I, I don't want to put too much uh, trouble on your shoulders um, we are we should be able to deal with this ourselves as well uh, of course but of course your your assistance would be would be most most grateful
0: no I'd be I'd be happy to help I, I think Eleanor's been uh, been looking to looking to sink her teeth into, into a bit of a challenge and I think this will be a, a good test of our skills and how far we've oh. come
5: I, w- I wouldn't want Eleanor to sink her teeth into those creatures. They're little metallic. Uh, they might be a little bit hard on her teeth, he, perhaps.
0: He smiles a little bit cheekily, looks up at Eleanor, and goes, "I, th- I think she'll be fine." Oh, okay. <laughs> well, if they're metallic, these creatures—any weaknesses you've identified? Would we be better off? Would Eleanor and I be better off attacking with uh, a certain elemental? Um, mental damage. What do you reckon? It's at
5: this point that uh, Niles pulls out the bag of holding and starts pulling out the various pieces of scrap and like equ- like bits and pieces that he's been like pulling. Because he did actually grab a, a bit of yeah. Um, yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. from when he was in the city the last time. It's probably it's not like full bodies, but it's just like you know, bit segments, and things. So just so like I guess you yeah, ever can get a bit more of a yeah like a hands a hands on sort of look at what these things are.
0: As he picks them up and looks over them, he goes, "You said these were insects. These are these are yeah, these are true constructs. These look look a, bit, a little bit like Loki's plates." Well, we know Loki didn't love lightning. Maybe, maybe we should bring you back as a blue dragon, Eleanor. What do you reckon? Eleanor sort of like shimmers her scales in the sunlight, and then looks down, snorts. What do you reckon? We can go blue, otherwise go gold or red—the classic, classic combo. Rain fire from above. What do you think? I'll—you've I'll, y- encountered these things. I'll follow your direction. You tell me what you think would work best.
2: I mean, I—do we recall, um, like, any electric, electricity being used on them before? I don't think you guys
0: used either fire or electricity on them, unfortunately
3: we did use um some ice i remember that he
0: did use ice
3: and it down and yeah that's it
5: i don't think we used any fire against them because that was prior to when we had simon in the team
7: yeah, and yeah.
5: in the team which he would have used fire against them but he wasn't we didn't, he didn't encounter any so i'm not mm. sure
3: lightning sounds logical
5: Lightning sounds safe
3: but it does not sound safe not no safe.
5: i mean it's not i
3: mean safe,
5: if you have a, if you were able to create a resistance to the lightning, that would be safe, so to speak.
0: I uh, yeah, we. I, give me a moment. You watch as Yerveth walks over to Eleanor, places a hand on her chest, and closes his eyes. And from his hand, a wave of blue begins coloring her scales, as her scales shimmer and shift, the green bleeding into aqua, and then this beautiful royal blue. Her head shape changes ever so slightly. The spines taking on a slightly more aquatic look, as her wings begin to shift a little bit to take on these long fins. Eleanor shakes, and is now a blue dragon. <laughs> <laughs> who, who? indeed, my feathered friend? <laughs> well, I'll uh, I'll climb up. Uh, I'll start my. Uh, I've, I've got a plan to do with the sneaky thing, and then uh, I, the signal will be. You'll know the signal, trust me. You'll know the signal. Oh,
5: okay. Thank. Thanks again, Yaveth. Um, of course. Really appreciate it. It's
0: lovely to meet you all, young eager faces. You've, I have to say, you've joined a really good group. As Lyra will attest, the Tempest Guild are a, the family, and they look after each other.
4: Making the trip out.
0: No, 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 no. It's good, good to see you again. We'll have a proper catch up back at the, uh, back at the Night Hall, I think. But uh, for now. Once more onto the breach, Yerveth climbs back up onto the back of Eleanor. his cloak shifting to take on the blue scales. As he takes off, you watch as he unholsters his bow, which begins to glow with this soft light, almost um, almost like a light blue glow coming off it as lightning begins to crackle up and down the bowstring. He pulls it back and he watches an arrow forms out of the lightning. He smiles as he looks down, gives you guys a wink, and Eleanor takes flight. As she flies over the top of the town gate, her wings flapping, creating this displacement of air underneath her. A beam of energy shoots up from the ground, narrowly missing as she swerves and ducks. A second later, Yerveth releases the bowstring, this bolt of energy striking down into the ground, and you watch as a lightning bolt Shoots down and up, almost meeting in the middle of the air, right where the arrow left his uh, quiver. A moment later, Eleanor dives down, disappearing for a moment below your line of sight before emerging, flying a little bit laboriously. As in her front claws, she is holding the giant construct snake that you'd seen before. As they fly higher and higher, she tears off the snake's tail, and you watch as it tumbles down, crashing into the town below. The snake stops still and then you hear this noise beginning to emanate from it, almost like a siren, this
7: Uh
0: The ground beneath you begins to rumble ominously. Oh no! Cracks begin to sound as you watch emerging from the centre of the town, pulling themselves free of the rubble two clockwork dragons, as well as a myriad of other clockwork creatures pulling themselves free. As one of the dragons pulls itself up, you watch as one of its wings gets torn off in its attempt to pull itself free of the ground. Yerveth, quickly leaning over the edge of Eleanor, looses another arrow that strikes into its heart. The dragon freezes in place and then shudders to a stop. The other dragon, however... This one looking a lot less damaged, a lot less, uh, a lot less, uh, I'd say ravaged by time, takes off, Yerveth having to quickly fly and turn Eleanor in the midair. Emerging from the crack, you see a a number of other creatures, some that resemble giant eagles, giant bats, Mm -hmm. all clockwork, all made of this same reflective brass-like material taking off towards Yerveth. Oh. What do you guys do?
7: Oh.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's bad run.
0: It's bad. <laughs> it
2: could be a bad run.
3: Um, where's the sphere? Can we see it? Yeah, it's uh, still
0: just- still in the centre of town, as far as you guys know. Just book it. Okay. What we're gonna yeah. do? I'm oh. gonna I'm gonna throw you into. Rather than throwing into initiative, we're gonna be in like a semi-initiative state where we're going to do a series of skill-based challenges right, as you Jeff, make your way... Exactly, as you make your way towards the sphere as quickly as possible. Um, don't worry too much about the map, we'll keep it mostly in theatre of the mind. I'm going to use the map to sort of briefly keep an idea of where you guys are, but it's not going to be really representative of anything other than just me keeping a bit of an eye on you guys. So, let me flick the music across, and let's jump into a skill-based, skill-based challenge series. As you guys rush through the main gates, you can see that the ground is strewn with rubble from where this massive crevice has opened. No longer is it the small branching cracks glowing softly with lava. Instead, the whole center of town has been split in half. This massive rift digging deep into the earth. Half buried, you can see the glint of many more metallic creatures, almost covered semi-buried but as the crevice opens wider and wider more and more creatures are beginning to suddenly start like moving and twitching you watch as another one of the cobras probably about 30 feet down and about 50 so 50 feet away from you and 30 feet down the head of the cobra begins to twitch and you watch as those gemstone eyes begin to glow softly flickering a little bit as if it's still in the process of powering on. The rubble in front of you poses a challenge. Trying to run past it quickly is going to be difficult. How do you, all of you, get past the rubble and begin making your way deeper into the town and bypass this uh, this rift? So you, the way it's going to work is you guys can still talk amongst yourselves a little bit as a group. As you like run up, you can quickly be yelling things back and forward. So I'd say you've got a little bit of time to discuss as you, as you rush up. But the more time you spend discussing, the more time will elapse as well. If you wanted to just jump in and start casting spells, that's fantastic. If you wanted to like cast, it, jump in, and start doing actions or, or checks, just say what you want to do. But you do have a little bit of time as you're running along to, to talk amongst yourselves. Mold earth. As,
4: as Lyra sort of she starts no. like booking it towards the gate. She's got no. mold no. earth ready in one hand. And she's just trying to flatten out sort of the terrain as much as possible um, with the help of Tetra.
0: Yeah, yeah. You, Tetra also has earth. fantastic! Um, the two of you, could I get you to please roll me, uh, roll it as if it's a spellcasting attack, so just, just roll your um, d20 plus your spellcasting modifier plus your um, uh, 10 Lyra, plus your proficiency bonus was the other one I was looking for, 10, that's okay, Tetra. Roll yours as if it's it's just a base spell attack. 12. Lucky there's two of you doing this together, because they're very average rolls. (laughs) As the two of you rush out Lyra, initially trying to clear a pathway, the rubble is much denser than you were expecting, and it's not just composed of stone and earth. There are fragments of building here as well, sections of houses that have been destroyed, as well as a massive tree that has been uprooted from the park that was in that town square. Luckily, though, you're able to quickly build a ramp up the side that keeps your momentum going. As you get to the other side, Tetra clearing the sections of fountain that had just been smashed open, allowing you to run forwards with a bit more ease. While Tetra and Lyra are doing that, does anyone want to do anything else? Anyone else want to assist with that? Yeah, Michael, yeah, you got something?
2: Well, 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 the thing I just wanted to say that um, probably the way that Tetra would do it so that, like, you know, Lara's got her bit and she's got her bit, which is, like, so the stuff which is more, like, the closer to, sort of like, the rubbly stuff and maybe some, like, there's bits of metal in there. She's using the sort of magnetic side of things to sort of, like, nice. push and disperse yep. and, like, shift things out so they're a little bit softer so that Lara can just plough through.
0: Love it. That's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. 100% that uh, you, you watch as that happens. Um, Yes. Harry. Here. You're muted, You're muted. boy.
6: <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Oh no, sorry. Um <laughs> I was adjusting my mic before and I forgot to unmute myself afterwards. classic
7: um, can Dave. Harry like
6: yeah, I know, right? Mic adjusts. Um can he like for flavour, he's on all fours and he's like, you know, galloping hoppin'. almost yep, like okay. helping yeah. yeah
7: um
6: he wants to like, try to keep in line um with the other two and he wants to use his perception to like to like point things out that might be like you know obstacles or anything that's coming in and just like yeah
0: scouting ahead to try and find the easiest path to help direct tetra and lyra's Mm -hmm. efforts so that they don't have to focus and waste their energy on sections that are much denser you you can sort of find easier clearer patches absolutely i'd say that'd be perception or survival your choice
6: i am very happy with perception please
0: perception will do Uh, absolutely
6: Oh, that's also an
0: average roll. Ten. ten. Very average rolls tonight. That's okay. It kind of makes sense. (laughs) It it does kind (laughs) of make sense, though, in the moment. Like, this is suddenly a very tense moment. You watch as high above you, you see Eleanor, the the blue dragon that Yerveth is riding, narrowly dodge another blast of lightning from this clockwork dragon's maw. Around her, two clockwork griffins are harrying Yerveth, causing him to for a second, have to sort of break concentration on his bow. The electricity vanishes from it as he summons these vines in the air that wrap around these clockwork creatures, causing them to tumble down and smash into the earth, not too far from where you guys are. Um, So it makes sense that your roles are kind of reflecting that. I mean, this is probably one of the tenser situations you guys have found yourselves in so far since you joined the guild. Um, But yeah, 10, Harry, absolutely, yeah, with your very quick keen eyes you're able to he, 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 not thorn whip he's got an upgrade of nah. <laughs> you are able to i was i was i've got a joke for that don't worry i've got a. have got something oh, for Don't yeah. worry. don't worry i've got oh, something for thorn whip i've got a really funny thing oh, with that um, yeah you're able to really quickly guide tetra and lyra to to minimize their efforts and help them through the rubble quicker absolutely if there is anything else you guys want to do to help out the skill check what i'm now going to do now that if, if, if there's anything else, call that now. Otherwise, um, oh, yeah.
1: I guess I'll, well, I'll, I'll probably be doing more of a reactionary thing. It sounds like a lot of people are doing things to move us along. Yeah, so I, I, I'm I gonna, agree with
5: Krasust. I, I will probably sure. just sort of hold back to see if I need to react to anything yeah. on
1: the fly. So, what I'm going to do is uh, we'll send Sova up in the air to circle around. It's not so she's like in the whole mess that's happening currently with Yerveth, but like just above us. I was going to say because like...
0: she's going to be instantly vaporized if she... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <so>
1: I'm, <laughs> like I'm just talking uh, like maybe like 20, 30 feet above us just to like have a bird's eye view of us and mm-hmm. then she can be on the lookout for any potential threats that are coming our way and give us Brilliant. almost like an early warning detection system. Awesome. Yeah,
5: I, I'd, I'd say that uh, Niles is probably similar tactics using his speed to probably sort of to that advantage uh, mm-hmm. hovering just above like the, the house the houses the roof the roof lines and yeah just sort of keeping keeping close but also just sort of reacting to anything um
0: yeah brilliant
1: and i guess the last thing i'll add if if we do get alerted to anything coming towards us i have um minor illusion ready to go to do almost like because it can do any sound and i can make it as loud as a scream so if i notice anything sort of coming a bit more towards our direction i'm ready to cast that in the opposite direction to us almost like a scream Maybe not per se, like, that volume, but maybe, like, an alarm or anything to draw its attention away if, it, if it's coming towards us, and then it can sort of hopefully go off that way. So I'm sort of, yeah, like I said, a bit more reactionary while everyone no, else absolutely. says other things. Just watching our backs.
0: No, 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 I love it. Uh, could I get a perception check from both of you, please? Or investigation, your choice.
1: Do you want me to do it, or do you want my... Bird- uh, I'm
0: gonna, uh, it'll be your owl, Crassus, and oh. for Niles, it'll be your stats, Niles.
1: Yeah, no problem. I could have advantage on this for hearing and sight.
0: You food. do in your owl Not form. You do. Oh, as you got your, your uh, owl it's, familiar. I'm dogs. just gonna
1: roll a d20. It's a plus three. Not Natural twenty. 20. Hey, there it is.
5: Oh, Alrighty. Nice.
0: So if there's I nothing. So for for each of you looking ahead, the path at the moment seems clear. Although Crassus, you do hear a warning hoot from above as Sova does seem to spot something, not not in your immediate vicinity, but something coming up in the next little bit. Um,
1: okay, I'm going to use my action real quick to see through her eyes for just a second, just to pinpoint where it is, and then re- straight back to me again.
0: Okay, as you, as you stop and pinpoint, you see a glint of metal in the distance as something slithers between the buildings up ahead, probably about 10, 15 metres away from you.
1: Uh, Is it coming towards us or just.? No, it doesn't seem to be coming
0: towards you. Sova spots this thing moving between two of the buildings up ahead.
1: I'll I'll leave it for now, just because there's no point um, doing anything and sort of probing it if it's not actually coming towards us. But if it makes any move, I'm ready to go with the minor illusion.
0: Perfect. Alrighty. With all of the things that you've done to help out this first check, this first skill check, what I'm going to get each of you to roll. For those of you running along the ground, uh, it's going to be an acrobatics or an athletics check. Your choice. The DC has been adjusted based on the things that you've done to help make the pathway easier. For Niles, who is flying through the air, it's going to be an acrobatics check, because Niles, as you begin, like, sort of shooting through, trying to keep above, there are there's still debris raining down from above as a result of this rift being blasted open and the dragons Absolutely pushing way. through. So, right, fifteen see. from Did Harry. Actually, yeah.
4: Could it have been an acrobatics check for if you're on the ground, or is it only athletics?
0: No, no, <laughs> athletics or acrobatics check if you're on the ground. It's oh fuck. What's your plus, uh, for so it's plus Five
4: instead of negative one.
0: Hey, <laughs> oh <yeah>, Cool. Uh, <laughs> so it's a
1: thirteen, so plus five, 18. Yeah.
0: So, 15 for Harry, 19 for Tetra, 15 for now, 14 for Crassus, uh, sorry, 18 for Lyra, and 23 for Niles. Yeah, the rubble proves no real great threat to you. Uh, With the combined efforts of Harry shooting up ahead to kind of point out weak uh, weak spots and areas of, of relative clearness, Lyra and Tetra shooting ahead to move the rubble and shape it using Mold Earth to help you sort of avoid some of the more dangerous patches, and with Crassus and Niles keeping an eye out from above, you're able to get through this initial debris field as you head deeper into the town. The next stage, as you get past the debris field and begin running through the narrow streets, you can see all around you that many of the worker ants, these drones, the, the drone meta, drone constructs, have kind of frozen in place momentarily, their eyes blinking rapidly with this red light. As you begin rushing through, you watch as the drones immediately blinker the lights on, but don't make any moves towards you. Just almost watching, like a guard, a silent guard, as you rush past them, moving through the narrow streets. Crassus, you're getting up to the point where you had briefly seen that serpent-like form moving between the townhouses. Did you want to call anything out, or keep it to yourself? For um...
1: a Oh, no, I'll let everyone know that just um, as we're entering this area just to be on the lookout for this potential threat.
0: Perfect. As Crassus, let everyone know. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think that's a good idea. As, as Crassus calls out to you, you hear another hoot from above Crassus as Sova begins moving away from an alley off towards your left, leading you towards the right. Um, her natural 20 means that she's got line of sight with this thing from above (laughs) as she tries to lead you towards an alley to the right clearly getting your attention to follow her um there are three pathways ahead one towards the left one straight ahead and one off towards the right the one to the left sova has immediately turned away from the one straight ahead it looks like there might be some rubble up ahead the one to the right leads partly down into an area that has collapsed into the rift my question is which way did you guys want to go
1: um, well, I'm going to go right. Yeah, I think follow. Soba. So uh, that I'll indicator. sort of I'll call out to everyone. Just sort of go but follow server. She seems to have something going on. Yeah, you know,
7: mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
5: um, From my position, I can see that server's probably flying right. Um, do I get any indication of, as to what's like left that maybe server is yeah. trying to avoid?
0: Even even though your perception of twelve before wasn't amazing, you do no. see again. Actually, I'd say probably, Niles, it's more what you hear. You've got that very sensitive owl hearing. You hear this familiar sound of metal scraping against stone and the sound of something spinning up, almost like a motor beginning to to move faster and faster.
7: Okay.
6: Yeah. Let's let's get out of there. (laughs) Yeah, it's like
5: pirouette pirouette in the air and just sort of go to the right with everyone else flying overhead.
0: As you guys begin rushing down along the street, the cobblestones beneath you give way to rough earth and uh, compacted stone. As the pathway drops off a little bit, you have to kind of pause for a second and almost help each other down the edge of this partially collapsed section of street far below you. The rift has opened even wider than before, the ground shaking ever so slightly beneath your feet. And for any of you who peer over the edge, You can see that there are what look to be almost like tunnels of metal, half buried and partially collapsed and indented, buried within the stone and the earth beneath you, almost like a network of caves but artificially constructed of this metal. Very reminiscent of the architecture that you saw in your visions of the giants. The narrow ledge along the rift passes over a half-buried dragon, the one that had torn itself free trying to get towards Yerveth and Eleanor, but destroying itself in the process. Its upper wing now forms a very almost makeshift walkway connecting the edge of this collapsed street to (laughs) the town square above you.
3: Jump. Jump.
0: What was that? A jump? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Baldur's Gate 3. Hell. It's going to find its way in, isn't it?
7: <laughs> yeah. as,
0: as you get towards the narrow ledge, you can see that it's probably about two, three metres, so about 15 feet, walking across this narrow ledge and then up this severed metallic wing to get up to the town square above you. The dragon's body which is sort of hanging over the edge of the rim, you can see the head is still occasionally twitching, one of the eyes still flickering with this red light. My question is what do you guys want to do for this next stage of the skill challenge?
3: So is there like a, a gap or is it just like the
0: narrow? No, the wing actually is half, it, as, as the wing had, so essentially the way to imagine it is the dragon had been buried, this clockwork dragon had been buried. When it tried to tear itself free, one of its wings was still stuck in the stone, not just buried in, in earth, but actually uh, almost entombed within rock itself. Mm-hmm. And it tore its wing off, leaving this pathway that connects from the narrow ledge up towards the top of the town square. The wing is still half buried in the stone. And that's the, there's a narrow walkway that then leads to this buried wing. The body, right. which then was no longer connected to the wing, slumped down and is now hanging over the edge of the rift. The tail and uh, hind legs still up on the uh, the top of the town square, but the upper torso, front legs and head hanging down over the edge, swinging very lightly in this breeze and probably from the momentum of... Um, being torn in half. Uh, and I will say as well, there's one other detail. Uh, in the chest that's hanging over the edge, there's an arrow sticking out, still crackling occasionally with little bursts of lightning.
4: Cool. cool.
6: That's awesome.
0: That's
4: very cool. What? Badass. So, the <laughs> or um, Niles giving any indication that using the wing as a bridge would be a bad idea, like if we we're all sort of beelining it for it? Well,
0: like... I guess that's a, that's a good question for Niles and then question for crassus what do you want sova to still be on lookout crassus um or niles are you still on lookout because because in the next um, stage of the stage, stage of the skill challenge it's now a whole new round so if you want to roll perception checks or things like that it's all going to be yeah for this, for this i stage.
5: think giles probably he might be able to like maybe just test the integrity of this wing um just because i imagine he's maybe like a little bit further ahead along with Sova. Yeah. so I think Niles is probably gonna like do a bit of a cursory look around see if there's any like immediate threats in the area and then based on that he'll like just, like fly down onto the wing and then just like sort of test it to see yeah. how like stable it is.
0: Absolutely. Could I please get a perception check? And absolutely. Then, uh, cool. Yeah, we'll do the perception check first. I haven't done many skill challenges before, oh, that was but I'm going to lots a, of them. I think they're...
5: 23 for
0: that 20. perception 23, Niles. Very nicely done. As you look around, you can see that, I mean, as I said before, the wing is half embedded in the stone. To your eyes, Niles, your very keen owl perception, you don't think this wing is going anywhere. Uh, if this Clockwork Dragon was unable to free itself and tore its own limb off trying to get free, you don't think the wing is going anywhere. However up on the surface where the town square is, where the wing is hanging over, you can see that there is a very loose patch right at the rim of the rift, where the wing sort of joins on, where the soil was loosened as the dragon tried to tear itself free. The party, when they get to the very top of the wing, they're gonna have to jump to get across safely. It doesn't look like they do, but to your very keen perception, you think they're gonna have to jump. It's probably gonna be about a two meter jump, but still they're gonna have to jump
5: i sort of pop off the the wing sort of move back towards the rest of the party as they're coming towards me and i just relay that to them i say I so. ah the, the bridge itself the wing here seems stable but you're all gonna have to make a jump at the end there I, that soil looks a little bit unsafe a little bit unstable
4: owen Hello. can i have a bit of a interpretation um yeah so i've got this tensors floating disc um yes it doesn't it you know it floats three uh, meters or three feet or whatever off the ground.
7: I think it's three feet. But it's
4: like, yeah. could I have it like half on the ground and just sort of have it like a you know, sort of it's like you know, part what? of it's on the ground, but like would it be too unstable to sort of um you know, I if it was think, only
0: I think it I think it's it's specifically it doesn't um angle i think that's part of the part of the spell's benefit is that it doesn't it doesn't angle to meet the the ground it stays perfectly horizontal because you can pile things on it. you don't have to worry about balancing it just automatically stays horizontal yeah it's a circular horizontal plane of force so it's it's so like, always horizontal if i just
4: like ellipse like a little bit like sort of on a stable patch of dirt so that it's like maybe it's only like a meter that we have to jump instead of two meters
0: you but i mean it, not to i, I don't want to give you ideas like specifically it's like it's
4: just because it's only three feet in diameter so
0: yeah so the the problem is it's gonna it has to be horizontal because it does specifically say it is a circular horizontal plane of force and i think that is very much part of the spell the way it works is it's not angleable otherwise you could use it to plug holes and things like that because it's it's a it's essentially a portable wall of force if you could angle it in any way you wanted so i think it very explicitly is a horizontal plane of force yeah, three feet in diameter, one inch thick. That f- one inch thick that flows three feet so above the ground. Maybe even like
4: have it on the edge of the wing so that it's sort of you can like
0: you, you can absolutely so the because it, it it appears three feet above the ground in an unoccupied space of your choice within thirty feet, and it remains mm-hmm. there for the duration. So, uh, yeah, and it it doesn't you move can, when you you're can, within twenty feet. So yeah, absolutely, you can create a little yeah. platform to help reduce the jump distance a hundred percent when you get up to the top um, of the wing. Definitely.
1: I guess the one question to ask is, will it? If that is that going over the um, crack, then because then does it mean it plummets down to three meters off the ground again? If there's like a drop, Uh,
0: I would say that no, because as long as part of it's as long as part of it's in line with the wing, even like the edge of it, I'd say that because the spell's not going to pass through the ground or anything like that. It'll go to the highest point. So if it like is in line with it, I'd say that it's going to stay in line with it, definitely.
5: Cool. Yeah, you could have a, like a mill like, just on yeah. the edge of the and you could—it would be it would be stable. Yeah.
0: I would—I would rule that. I think the spell is very mm-hmm. clearly meant to to Sweet. be interpreted that way.
4: Well, we'll have Harry shoot an arrow into the cliff edge just you say it that. can
0: it can move across uneven terrain, but it can't cross an elevation change of ten feet or more. But that's okay because it means that it can't you can't you can't move it once you put it in this position. <laughs> yeah. If you try and move it across yeah. the gap, it'll just disappear. But, oh yeah, mm. be awful. but yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that should be fine. Yeah, I, I I would roll that, definitely. You've got it ready. Ready to cast. Right. Is anyone else is anyone else wanting to contribute to this skill challenge?
4: Yeah,
2: so is, this, is it actually a gap, like a um, uh, two-meter
0: gap? No, that's the tricky thing. It's only about a 50-centimeter, 60-centimeter gap, but the edge of that area is all loose earth. If you were to jump across yeah. and land on that loose earth that's about a meter and a half away from the wing... Yerveth has not Yervith, um Niles has identified that the ground is very unstable, and there's a chance that it could collapse underneath your feet.
2: Okay. Well, it, so, um, could could Tetra then use her mold earth that's been up to try and strengthen it a little bit? Yeah. Maybe not 100%. To bring it back like true, but at least have it so that it's like easier, less. Yeah, likely. yeah. I'm,
0: I'm pretty sure mold earth. Well, let me this one. I'm pretty sure mold earth explicitly says that you can. um put it really quickly, but. Um, if you target an area of loose earth, you can excavate it, or you can
2: you can call on it the ground from normal terrain if it's already difficult.
0: Yeah, I I would yeah I would argue I would argue that if it's yeah if it's on the ground you can cause it to become difficult terrain or you can make it normal terrain. Yes, I would argue that you can remove the remove the loose you can tighten up the the bonds and and almost solidify it slightly. Yes, I would argue that definitely.
4: That probably works better. Mm.
0: Looks
4: good. How about? How
0: about Dave, yeah. sounded like you were thinking of contributing something for Harry.
4: Uh, you don't have to. No, no, no.
6: Harry's just got the hop ability, so he's just looking after himself in this one. And he's just going to do <laughs> a <massive laughs> three minute jump.
0: Harry's just like fucking. <clears it." throat> he does, he does
6: like a he does like one of those like you know with the the heels hit each other you know like like you know click, click. The, the oh, music, yeah. yeah 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 while
0: he's in the air. Perfect. Okay. Is there anything else anyone wants um, to add, Claire? I'm just,
3: oh, sorry keep an eye on that dragon head if it's twitching um absolutely now yeah i think now it's just looking out for for any dangers and will like smack that in the face if it does it's
0: probably hanging a bit so so from where you guys are the closest it would get is as you're about halfway up the wing it's going to be about probably 30 feet away from you and Mm -hmm. slightly down from where you are now, it's about 50 feet away from you and slightly up because the wing forms a bit of a natural ramp. So it's going to be hard to smack it close range.
3: Um, I have a spear.
0: But a spear, I if you were throwing a
3: spear. It, pin it away from us so the mouth's not facing or hanging anywhere. Oh, okay. So up.
0: you want to like throw the spear to try and like pin it. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to do that now? Yeah, why not? I, do you want to do that Now. Now.
7: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> perfect
0: uh i'll get you to make me a melee uh, make it make a thrown thrown weapon attack with your spear okay. i said melee attack 25 now Woo. amazing this was a very very good call <laughs> as you as you watch the head sort of like swinging a little bit in the uh the, the leftover momentum from its uh from its movements as Niles lands on the wing and then gets up again. You watch as the head kind of like shuffles a little bit and almost like shudders. And as the arrow that has been sort of like shooting this lightning through it suddenly dies down, the crackling energy dissipating from it. You watch as the head slowly begins to lift up, the mouth sort of turning towards you. This sort of creaking, jarring movement. And as the jaw lowers and then hangs slightly ajar as a section of the, uh, the join breaks. You watch as this fire begins to build up in its maw. Now you just heft a spear. The spear goes right through the mouth, shattering the ruby that's at the very center of its jaw that produces the flame and pulling the head back against the wall. You watch as the lower jaw completely severs with this tearing of metal and then plummets down into the rift below. The dragon's eyes sort of like shift and look around a little bit, the ruby's moving and you watch as it tries to move its lower jaw, the gears ch- 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 turning, but the spear keeps it held against the wall, unable to attack. Very nicely done now.
5: Nice. Now run. Now run. Nice. Now run.
0: Perfect. Okay. So As you get onto this next stage for those of you who are going to shuffle along the ledge it's going to be an acrobatics check. No need for Niles to make one because there is no danger in the air right now for you. For those of you who want to make a running jump onto the wing to avoid the narrow ledge and trying to shuffle across it I'm going to get an athletics check please. oh what? now oh tetra <laughs> oh no! Oh boy uh yep okay
3: mm. uh it's just like Baldur's game actually just <laughs> like
0: Baldur's game yeah. so uh lyra 16 harry 25 crassus 17. Uh, the three of you just nimbly shuffle along the edge of the crevice uh, along this narrow ledge pulling yourselves up onto the wing behind you as tetra goes to make a running jump The wing shifts a little bit. The ground crackling and moving as a very light tremor shakes the ground. Tetra, as you go to land on the wing, you just mistime it. And your form as you fly towards the wing, you smack into the side of it and begin sliding off. Now only a second behind you as the exact same thing happens as now smashes into the side of the wing. However, given the efforts you guys made before, I would say that there is a reaction for Harry, Lyra, uh, Niles, and Crassus. I was, I
5: was gonna say, can I try and help them?
1: So under the just just really quick to understand what's happened to them. So they've yeah. hit the
0: wing. They've gone to and run are... and jump across this the narrow ledge. Rather than walking across the narrow ledge like you guys did, they decided to make a running jump. They've mistimed it and smashed into the side of the wing and are now sliding off, unable to get a purchase with their hands. Yeah. <laughs> as the metal proves to be a, a slippery uh slippery surface to try and grab hold of just in front of you like you're, you're standing the three of you are standing on the wing niles sort of flapping above keeping himself uh, in the air niles if you wanted to um, dive down and try and pull one of them up using your feet yeah
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. and i'm gonna also while niles is doing that the other one i'm gonna quickly grab my rope out um and hopefully with the i'm weak but with the other two people with me hopefully all three of us can bring the other one up we'll do that with tetra though because now might be very oh actually that's very good point How, now I? it's very heavy <laughs>
7: yeah.
4: yeah Snare work what? for it like if we sort of like throw a snare
7: <laughs> like try and have it- a snare
0: oh. like a like a, to catch a small animal for food
4: yeah like if you imagine imagining if you know it's sort of like you know a our- a rope quite... That sort of triggers yeah, the like A, you need a snare's a an actual,
0: yeah, that's yeah, that's that's, that's a little bit different. A, a snare is quite thin rope. Uh, it's not even rope. I'd say it's more string than rope. Yeah, it is. Could
6: could Harry yeah um uses like have have a reaction to like go his rope here, sp- like spike it into the ground as like an anchor mm-hmm. and like um like quickly throw his feet down for for, for (laughs) someone for now or to try to grab with their hands. So he's like the end of a rope. Uh,
7: Yeah, 100%. Wait,
1: so you holding the hilt of the rapier? Yeah,
6: because I'm not strong enough to pull them up. So they'll have to climb up me.
7: Oh, I see.
6: I, I wouldn't be able to, like, grip the rapier with my feet. And like can't, like that I'll tell you right now, you enough. can't
0: grab the blade. It is a blade.
6: No, no, no. Yeah, that's. No, no, no. I, I've true. got the handle and I've just, like, staked yeah. in the ground and I'm holding it like yep. that. And then my feet are dangling off for now with someone like Tetra to quickly grab.
0: Niles, you said you were going to try and grab one of them. Who do you want to try and grab?
6: Yeah. Uh, I'm,
0: going to, I'm going to be quick with timing now because in the moment okay. they just <laughs> boom and then start slipping. Do
6: they,
5: they both, like, land at the same time? Like one, just, one after the other. Tetra
0: and then Niles immediately I mean, running to sort I'm of, like,
5: help I'm, Tetra. Just, I'm just going to try help Tetra out. How yeah. dangerous is this right now?
0: Uh, there's like below you, there's open air into the entrance to this rift for about 30 feet. And then another ledge juts out Okay, below. you
1: know what? It's this, It's now it's so heavy. I'm just going w- uh, uh, cool. cool. to vortex warp it. Oh, cool. Great use of vortex warp. Look, honestly, like, Yeah. It's, now it's super heavy. I don't, I don't think with us three even, we're all pretty weak. I think yeah. this is just easy. Yeah, done. now it's genuinely a statue. <laughs> I don't know oh, exactly. how... what role should I do to
5: help Tetra? Is that uh, uh, athletics or...? Uh... I'm
0: gonna say that this will fall under a... probably a strength saving throw as you try and, like, grab oh. hold of Tetra and, like, flap to stop oh. her sliding off. Strength is not
5: my, strength, also, my best stat, but I will try
6: my best. Does my thing help him at all or is my thing separate? Uh,
0: you're, so you're, you're doing your thing. That's gonna help Tetra climb up. At the moment, what Niles is trying to do is just slow Tetra's yeah. descent, stop Tetra sliding yeah. off the yeah. edge.
5: Yeah, I'm just trying to like hold like stop, like get him. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'll just roll a strength saving throw for her for the best. It's only twenty. Yeah, that's, that's good. Um, yeah. Plus one. That's crazy. As, as now
0: is vortex walked onto the wing. Niles. Yes. I'd say probably like, you just met one of your heroes, someone you've looked up to. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Your whole life, you could not be feeling more. Yeah, like, you could not be feeling more inspired right now. You're like you, you are, you're a member of the Tempest Adventuring Guild. You've just met one of the founding members of the Tempest Adventuring Guild, one of the people you've looked up to for a very long time, and he just, like, welcomed you with open arms, said that you're now part of the family. Like, Niles is feeling on top of the world right now, despite the events yeah. that are going on around. There's probably still this, like, massive morale boost that's happened inside uh, Niles' mind. Niles, you don't even think... You just act, yeah. and as you shoot down, your claws wrapping around Tetra's shoulders, you flap for all of your work. Like, just with all of your effort, pulling Tetra back onto the wing before you then stumble down onto the uh, the wing of the dragon yourself, sort of puffing a little bit under the exertion, but still riding high on adrenaline at this point as you roll a 20, a 19 plus nice. one for a dirty Woo-hoo. 20.
5: I, I, I like to think that, like in this moment, as like Niles is like experiencing all of this all at once, I obviously feel, like obviously feeling elated that he's met like one of the famous members of the Tempest Adventuring Guild in Yurth, but he also like has this cult throwback to like when he's been training in like the t- like, in the temple where he sort of learned his monastic uh, abilities, and he's always like you know he thinks back to when he was like just young, a young chick, a little fledgling, a little fledgling. And he's, you know, excited to go out into the world of adventure and not being you know, not being able to because he's having to learn all of these uh sutras and all of these techniques and you know, he's been waiting for this moment, so there's this flash of uh, inspiration that sort of rushes through him as he saves Tetra from plummeting off this wing. He feels nice. very happy.
7: Can,
6: can, can we do a lock check to see if you ever saw this from up there? Oh fuck yeah, can we?
7: <laughs> oh. mm. All right. Alright.
0: I will, I will I will roll. I will I'll pull open Yervoth yeah, on character sheet on. and I'll roll a perception check for Yerveth, Here we go. I,
5: I do also have Yerveth's character sheet open for
7: me as well. We actually
0: Aww. We actually need to level Yerveth up. Uh oh, two, a level two levels. He's level fifteen. He's not a god, he's not a god.
1: Oh,
0: He's not level oh, twenty. Wait,
7: do I have that
0: in He's only level is thirteen. Is that just um,
1: an
6: extra
4: one to proficiency? So he just
6: roll how it is, and then add an extra one to
5: it. I actually have a, a a level fifteen stat sheet for him. I don't know why it's not. We in the finished
4: the campaign at level fifteen. I thought. Yeah, yeah, we
1: did. Yeah, we did.
0: Yeah, he's still level thirteen on the the campaign page. But yeah, if you wanted to roll a perception check for for Yovath, I believe at the moment it's plus nine.
5: Uh, offer Could a perception check. It's a, it's a plus 13 on my plus
0: 13. Do you want to roll? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yerveth yeah. was very perceptive. He
6: was. He was. A, nice. 23. 23.
0: So, you, I mean, you don't know Niles.
6: Don't
1: I don't know Niles. You <laughs> don't know. <laughs> um, Erwin. <laughs> Hello. When I do the vortex warp, can I put now... It says like within 90 feet, I can put her oh, yeah. in a space. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm oh, going to yeah. put her just on, on the top. other side of that gap too. So she doesn't even need to make the jump.
0: Cool. Yep. Yeah, now you just... as For a second, you find yourself falling and then you stumble standing at the top of the crevice on, on the, in the town. So side. then,
1: so right. I'm going to have her like on... So then she can help us when we're jumping over. She can grab She's already done it. Oh, I, cool.
3: We will assist.
1: I also like to think that the vortex moment is like a magic spell, like a, like a sort of like a time thing. So almost yeah. like
0: uh, for a split shoots. second, never
1: just seemed to like shoot up, like like do like
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Like I, I like forward. that. This this
0: almost like an echo moving forward in time. This like blurred, almost illusionary form as like time speeds up. Yeah, as if she had caught herself, pulled herself up and then ran up the side. There's almost this like glitch as you watch as this. Oh, I'm I mean, gonna actually, I like that idea a lot. The idea of it like glitching, where you see like almost like two frames per second, but it's like every second frame, it's 60 frames per second. So it's, like, do, 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 and suddenly back at the top, <laughs> these like glitching in and out frames of now sort of like in the process of running <laughs> up and then arriving. Oh,
7: okay. That's, That's cool.
0: cool. That's cool. Now yeah, you're at the top. You just look back down at the wing, you can see your friends trying to like run up towards you, running up the side of the wing as they head up towards you. Yeah.
3: Can 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 now assist.
0: Absolutely. Now can reach out and try and catch people yeah. 100%. Uh I'm going to say that with Mold Earth and now catching you on the other side, there's actually no need for you to make a check. You're not even jumping anymore. You're now stepping off the wing <laughs> onto the solid ground as now catches you in her arms. Like Uh, Their Mm. arms. There's there's literally no need for a jump or a check here. You've completely negated the need for any sort of uh, rolling of a dice. Well done. Teamwork. At the top of this narrow ledge and the wing that led you to the top of the town square, you can now see before you the sphere standing in place, hovering ever so slightly off the ground a little bit different to how you'd last seen it when you last saw it it was partially embedded now it has raised up and it's spinning ever so softly just slowly rotating underneath it you can see the occasional crackle of energy as it arcs down into the earth and a network of pipes tunnels and wires embedded into the soil that have been partially torn out by it lifting up As it completes a part of a rotation, you can see there is a circular opening, an archway made of the same brass uh, metal, this electron brass metal that is almost carved into the obsidian itself of the stonework. It's moving and rotating so slowly that there's no issue for you to run up and try and jump in. If you wanted to. Sounds
4: good. Go in, huh?
5: Perfect.
4: Leroy Jenkins it. Let's do
0: it. As you you rush forward... (laughs) Leroy Jenkins! (laughs) As you rush forward and dive into the opening, jump into the opening, the inside of the sphere is shadow and darkness, and as you cross the threshold, there's a sudden flash of light that blinds you momentarily. A second later, as your eyes adjust, you blink away the light... You find yourself standing on the wall, the inside of the sphere around you, forming this massive dome, seeming almost larger on the inside than it should. And as you look, you can see various parts spinning and moving, stairways created from gears slowly as the entire inside is a network of pipes, gears, passageways as well as these flashing gemstones, all different colors, silver, white, red, green, blue, yellow, occasionally arcing with energy. In the very center of the sphere, hovering in place, is a, almost what looks like a a trapezoid composed of that silvery electron, covered in those layers of brass plating, very similar to Lockie's core, and you watch as part of it separates, shifts, turns and locks back in again, continually parts of it splitting and moving and turning. It's roughly about 10 feet in diameter, it's quite large, just hovering in place. Um, In front of it standing in place is a small platform with a large opening in the shape of a handprint. For the last stage of the skill challenge, to get to the centre of the sphere, you will need to ascend uh, and make your way through to get to the the uh, essentially the the interface. All around you, occasional gas, uh, gouts of steam pss, shoot out, creating this scalding hot uh, burst of steam from some of the pipes. But there are passageways up through the gears. There are places you could try and climb. And I would say, Crassus, as you are a... Actually, no, this would be Tetra who notices this. Tetra, you, you've been playing around with magnetism and gravity. As you sort of sit up, you can feel a gravitational pull to the sides of the sphere. And as you tentatively begin to walk, you can find that you walk perfectly up the side of the sphere, as if it is Whoa. pulling down at all Whoa, times. Oh, that's cool. The center of gravity is pulling from the center out. So almost pushing, pushing you to the walls of the sphere.
5: That's that's interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Look at the
7: force.
2: Ah, mm-hmm. uh, cool. So she's, yeah, she's standing. She's <laughs> standing like um, uh, almost horizontally. Like, huh? yeah is- <laughs>
5: I imagine we're all standing normally and Tetra's already just like horizontal. Has one <laughs> part <laughs> way up.
7: Yeah, just wanted part <laughs> way up the side of the wall.
0: Tetra, it's kinda of trippy. Your perception is telling you that what you're doing isn't possible. Like your your mm. vision and your your knowledge. Although there is something about this Tetra that feels weirdly familiar. This mm. sense of gravity not quite being how it should be. It's not as unfamiliar to you. You don't have this extreme rejection of what your eyes are telling you. Everyone else does. Tetra, you would not have this. You would be feeling not as affected or afflicted by the change in gravity.
2: It's okay. Down is always the way. Which way is down?
0: She points to the center of the sphere.
2: That way is down.
0: Technically, that way is up, actually.
2: I know. <laughs>
0: okay cool oh, just making oh, oh. sure sorry sorry that's your subconscious that tells you that
2: <laughs> i was I was referencing um in this game the gate is down
0: <laughs> nice yeah what would you guys like to do
3: go up down yes now is very confused now put <laughs> back and wait for someone else and look around to make sure there's no threats
0: Uh, Now, do you want to roll me a Perception or Investigation check? Your choice.
3: Hmm. I wonder which one I'll do.
0: (laughs) Investigation? (laughs) Perception, 11.
5: Investigation.
0: Now, there's no obvious (laughs) threats. There's no obvious threats inside the sphere that you can see. No constructs moving around, no sign of any uh, physical dangers that match what you've seen outside the sphere. Those gouts of steam look to be scalding hot. The gemstones as well that are slowly rotating and moving seem to be infused with some sort of magic. You're not sure what, but as one of the white crystals moves past, you see the metal around it has frosted over with a thin layer of ice. Probably Mm -hmm. getting too close to those is not a good call. But that's all you get from an 11.
2: Tetris is going to try something. She's going to, um, standing horizontally, she's going to jump
0: okay uh yeah y- you watch as tetra jumps and then lands okay lands
5: horizontally
0: just ju- <laughs> jumps and then lands because oh, the okay. last point of reference for your gravity had been there so yeah, yeah.
2: Mm. okay so
0: gravity that, was a, that was a good try though if, if it had worked slightly differently that might have worked actually that was very clever yeah <laughs> um
4: two questions so do we reckon that like the um in order to activate the panel that we all need to get onto there because our stones were one unit initially
7: or do we think uh, like are we thinking that's a good question
0: how would you know the answer (laughs) to that (laughs) Uh, that's a tough uh, one (laughs)
5: looking at tetras. Uh, like Tetris, like t- jumping off the side of the sphere. Uh, Niles is going to try and like, like is is, it, is there air? Is there room enough in the sphere for him to be able to
0: fly? Oh, flying all? is going to be very difficult. Whoa. The movement of the gears and these pipes, mm. as well as the gemstones flying around, you know it's going to be tricky flying. Okay. you, you, you fly like down. you can give it a go, but you know that you are going to be exposing yourself to to danger. And part of the problem is that because different parts of it are spinning at different speeds, it's yeah. very hard to judge if you were to fly through this gap, is that gap still going to be yeah. big enough by the time you get there?
5: Niles like looks at all of the spinning gears and wheels and cogs and like looks at his wings and sort of just says to himself, like, I think I do want to keep my wings.
3: And yeah. Today? Mm-hmm. Well, and um, sort of falls
5: back in a little.
2: <laughs> Tetra's going to try something else. Sorry, guys. Tetra's going to try something else. Okay. So yeah. she have the little, um, the little rotating stone. Um she's just gonna shoot the stone, doesn't really matter where, just across like across the center of the sphere, try and get as much free space just throw a time ball stone and watch and see if it like gets pulled in any strange directions by say changing gravity. Ooh.
0: Tetra, you watch as the stone gets about, I'm gonna say twenty feet up the trajectory changes rapidly, no longer being pulled towards the floor, but now towards the center. With the momentum that it has and the angle that it's coming in at, you watch as it misses the center console, almost reaches the end, and then begins to fly back up again, forming a tightening circle of momentum until it smashes into the center console. Sorry, I shouldn't say smashes. Until it... Drops onto the floor of the center console, skidding to a halt. So oh. it, it orbits it for about four rotations of a collapsing um, circumference until it then crashes into the floor. Good question. That was very nicely done. Nice.
6: How, how high was it before it started getting pulled up?
0: 20 feet away from you. 20, 20 feet, feet up in the air.
6: Yeah. So it's oh. like six meters. Uh, mm.
0: A little bit yeah. less than that, I think. They're a- on
4: each other's shoulders
0: because <laughs> it's like roughly five feet to a meter is that right we could we could throw you
3: yeah Harry and throw Harry
6: well Harry can jump Harry can jump ten feet Ooh. oh yeah so I can only jump three meters
4: I mean like depending on how good our acrobatics are like you know maybe one person can try to do a handstand on someone else's hands Their legs get pulled into the gravity circle. You keep holding on and the other person gets pulled along with them.
0: As long as the gravity of the inner circle is stronger than the gravity of the outer circle. If it's not, then that person will just feel their legs being gently pulled.
3: (laughs) Mm. I'm wondering,
5: oh, so is it a question of momentum? So it's pretty tight there's lots of gears there's lots of moving
0: things and those crystals that are flying around you notice that i'd say that with with um the perception check from now before even though it's only an 11 you notice that whatever these crystals are doing up to about 10 feet away from them seems to be at the mercy of some sort of elemental effect the white crystal that shot past before there's ice growing across the metal at 10 feet away from the crystal
5: as we're standing here formulating a plan, yeah, do these crystals seem to be moving in any sort? Everything's of... Everything's um...
0: moving. Yes, the crystals are no, constantly no. moving around, and
5: are they, are they moving in like a predictable pattern that with uh, that I that would be observable? Oh, to...
0: I'm going to get you to roll me an intelligence yeah. check, just a flat <laughs> intelligence check to try and spot the pattern. Really, yeah, yeah. So, so are, these crystal- are, are these crystals? Are
6: these crystals big enough to jump on?
0: No, they're only they're only about like they're about the size that you could hold in a hand. Uh, it'd be it'd be big though. Like about thirty about thirty centimeters, thirty centimeters diameter. They they're they're like reasonably large, but you could still hold them in your hand. Ah, oh, five Niles. Yeah. Nah. Nice. Nah man. You you look at these things like there is no pattern to be discerned here. There's it's impossible. There's there's as you look at this, your head spins. I mean, you can't move your eyes separately, so you have to move your whole head, you go. <laughs> your neck starts to like crack as you move it oh, yeah, and You get yeah. this twinge down the back of your neck trying to track did, these did things. Did you
6: say the crystals, like the element was on the crystal or was like following behind the crystal? It
0: looks like in about 10 feet away oh. from each crystal, within 10 feet of each crystal, depending on the color, there seems to be some elemental effect occurring. So for the white so, crystal so that just moved it, past- within it,
6: like within three meters of it? Like yes, three within
0: meters. three meters. That, so for the white crystal with all the metal within three meters is covered in a thin layer of frost.
6: Ah, so I guess catching one's probably not a good idea
0: uh that's I mean it's up to Harry. as you look at them, Harry, you think these these are probably these are probably pretty valuable. I mean elementally attuned gemstones these would be worth a, these would be worth a fortune
5: oh, i I look at Harry and I see Harry looking at the gemstones as well and I say, ah
6: uh, is Harry, a merchant do you, do you, how, how do you plan on are you, are you seriously considering taking them? Oh no, I, w- I was just thinking about how they could help us. Well, I mean, and if you help, wanted to. Help us I, monetarily. Like, pull out the bag of holy, and I'm like, hmm. No, no, no. <clears throat> Which one's the least dangerous looking element? Do
0: you want to make me a, a <laughs> investigation uh, check, please, Harry? <laughs> Harry's thinking about it. Harry nods.
6: Yeah, just just bag no, him. <laughs> definitely, definitely not deception.
0: Uh, definitely not perception <laughs> investigation because you're trying to figure out which one's the most dangerous. You're not just looking at them; you're trying to hey, figure out one. natural one. Oh. Harry, oh, no. Harry, as this you look at them,
7: terrible. you
0: start to actually revise what you were thinking before. These aren't dangerous. These, aren't,
7: oh. these are fine. Uh. Like, as you look
0: at them, you can see that the the like it's the, the white one looks a bit chilly around. You can see the the ruby. Probably it's a little <laughs> bit warm, but these would be fine. There's no danger here. The only oh, danger God. is the only danger is missing out on profit.
5: Well, oh dear. There. Well <laughs> I'll try I and tag a few. I do bag.
0: love making a natural one into a roleplay opportunity, and so more and more and more I'm going to give you natural one answers that are like your subconscious, and I'm gonna answer things as if it's like your your own brain for your character. So for Harry in this moment, these are these aren't dangerous. These, these are probably worth quite a bit of money, Harry. I mean, you could be the merchant who provides elemental crystals to the wizards of the Unseen University. That's a that's a line of profit that you've never exploited successfully before. No merchant has.
6: How fast are they moving?
7: Oh, not. That. You could you oh, could man. try and run up and catch <laughs> one. They're not they're not that
0: fast. I mean, there's there's definitely some gears moving around. You don't want to get your toes caught in those. But if you're able to, I mean, you're you're pretty fast.
7: it's kind of like the
0: devil on your shoulder you're you're pretty fast harry you could and and they're
6: like going in a straight line, not a straight line but they're going they're not like zigzagging like a snitch does in harry potter but they're not zigzagging like like a a snitch
0: does in harry potter it looks like they're moving along a trajectory um a a circular trajectory but the problem is that as they move through certain sections the arc of the parabola changes slightly and so there's almost this like I, I describe it as imagine, imagine the, the very in, inaccurate model of an atom that you're shown where electrons yeah. are moving around mm-hmm. an atom. Um, that's obviously not what happens uh, at all, um, but kind of imagine that where all of these things are moving and as they reach certain points, the arc suddenly shifts as if they're in like a, a, a track. So as it, as it moves about, say, 20 degrees around the arc, suddenly the arc shifts and now instead of moving uh, along the vertical plane, suddenly it moves along the horizontal plane. Almost like, oh, do you know it, what, oh, imagine it's the, it's the inside, it. inside of a Rubik's Cube that's circular. And as things are moved and clicked, other things are moved and clicked into place. And so it's constantly being changed and shifted. It's actually not a bad visual metaphor for this. That's a good one. Does, does
6: Harry have a can can, can can Harry, like Harry checks his bag. Like, is there a net or like a, I'm sure he has an old piece of clothing or something like that.
0: Do you, uh, if you have a net in I'm, your inventory? I'm
6: sure. You're good to um, go. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm sure he has a, a, change, of yeah, a, a change of clothing. You'd have some clothing. Yeah, you'd have a change of clothing. 100%. Yeah. Harry is going to pull out a shirt, without pull out a tunic, without talking to any of his uh, teammates.
0: Brilliant. He's
6: he's oh, going to wow. try and
5: um, Could you roll jump.
0: me a d8 to see which one's closest? I want to know which gemstone you're going for.
5: Um, just you know, just FYI, I'm standing there with a bag of holding just
0: kind of putting it. Seven, like, oh. Harry. There's this very pl- very pretty yellow gemstone that you you ca- catches your eye. Wow, oh, looks good.
6: I, I'll, I'll try to catch it and I'll, and I'll try to redirect it into the bag of holding.
5: Oh, okay. I'll I'll I'll, I'll open it for you.
6: Good luck, Harry. Harry's gonna now. try and jump and put the shit up in front of the rock as an as a net to make it easier to like.
0: How high hatch. can you jump, Harry? I can jump
6: well with my once per long rest. Oh, I'm gonna waste it. Yeah, stuff it. I'll waste it. Um, once <laughs> per long rest, I can jump three meters.
0: As you so so before before you do this jump, looking yeah. up, you can see this is about fifteen feet off the ground. But what if you can jump, three,
6: uh, which is more if you
0: than can jump, three meters, no. But I if, if you can jump, feet. if you can jump ten feet up, how tall are you?
6: Three. Oh, I'm like small, right? So I'm like three foot.
0: How small are you? Are you three foot?
6: Uh, I'm. Is I'm a thing? small creature, so I'm, I'm so, not yeah. sure if you were
0: to reach feet. out your arms, would that add an extra foot? You, I, I yeah, reckon with this, you are right? just—you yeah. are just in range. If you can jump ten feet up, and then your body is three feet tall, and you can add two feet with your arms, you're literally just in range to grab this.
6: What, what are the walls? Sorry, I missed that earlier. Is it—is it obsidian is it like a
0: crystal? Uh, no, it's By imagine a giant sphere, in the inside of a giant sphere.
6: Um, but, but the so walls are, are moving things, so I can't jump off the wall.
0: Uh, so, so you're standing on the wall. The wall is like this perfect sphere yeah. all around but if you were to jump up and try and grab onto the side of the cogs the the cogs are constantly moving and clicking into positions but you could you, i mean you could run up part of the part of the wall and then jump off onto one of the cogs and that would get you within five feet of it if you wanted to yeah i mean we're
6: trying to get to the center anyway um yeah harry harry will try to jump off and
0: a cog great could i please have an acrobatics yeah. check from harry as he does this while he harry's doing a this so
6: that's a 14
0: 14 you guys watch as harry runs up part of the wall <laughs> jumps onto a cog, does a little somersault, and then you're running for the crystal at this point?
6: Yeah. Fantastic.
0: Probably. As you get within 10 feet of the crystal, I'm going to need you to make me a dexterity saving throw, please.
6: <laughs> uh, cool, cool, cool. Um, once I, uh, I have an ability that lets me know. Is it once I know if I fail? Uh, um,
0: Which is the ability? I have to know what it is before I can...
6: Yeah, let me have a quick look. It is called Lucky Footwork. When you fail a dex saving throw, you can... Use a reaction to add a d4 and add it. Oh, uh, okay. Save.
0: Perfect. So it's it's once you uh, know you failed. So, yeah. Dexterity saving throw, please. Yeah,
6: it's, it's not even a poor long rest. It's just a thing. Uh, okay. just a
0: Dexterity thing you can do. It's
7: a thing.
6: So I just click this here. Is that how it And it should come through,
0: yeah. 18. 18. Harry, lucky you, you're only taking half damage from this. <laughs> oh, no. As you get within 10 feet of the crystal. This blast of lightning, this crack shoots out and you watch as an arc of lightning strikes into the metal cog right where Harry is standing. The Harry just dodges out of the way. It, it hit the space where he was a second later. The hairs on the back of your neck, Harry rising just in time to get you out of the way from this thing. The lightning still grazes you. Uh, you are going to take a uh, halved, that's seven points of lightning damage
6: undesirable
0: but fine as the gemstone as the gemstone discharges you watch as the gears around it do, 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 slow oh. Oh. now moving at about half speed
1: um what's happening to a good old friend harry now though now that he's done uh, Harry is job slightly and singed he's
0: and he's now s- sort of standing a bit dazed on a cog that has slowed right down okay. so at the moment so he's on the cog so he's standing yeah. on the cog because right. he he, he okay. didn't leap into the open air trying to grab it that would have been real bad you'd moved up to the edge of the yeah. cog <laughs> that would have just, been um, <laughs> that you wouldn't have been grounded <laughs> <In> my
6: ears <laughs> my toes yeah <laughs> it would have been
0: like a
5: Bugs Bunny skit just getting like, yeah um, yeah.
7: Yeah.
5: um Niles has the bag of holding open, like sees all this. Yeah. And he's just like oh, slowly oh, closes the bag. Harry, of Harry? <laughs>
7: I'm
5: just going to put this away now. Um
6: <laughs> e- e- oh, e- give me another sh- give me a sec. Um oh, Harry's gonna uh, sure? at the- Harry's gonna shoot at the same stone with his crossbow.
0: Harry's gonna what, sorry? Shoot oh. the
6: He's gonna sh- he's gonna try and shoot the stone with his crossbow.
0: The gemstone? Yep. Yep, please make me a ranged attack.
6: Why not keep keep the bag open? <laughs> the it's, a, it's a hard shot. It's not an easy shot. So
0: you're a pretty good shot. Twenty-three. Oh, wow, man. Uh, seven piercing damage. Uh, I don't. I'm trying to think of a reason why you would or wouldn't get sneak attack damage. It's an inanimate object. Does sneak attack apply would, to inanimate uh, uh, objects? Yeah, I, w- I
6: wouldn't get sneak attack. No, I, I, d- I, d- I doubt yeah. I would get sneak attack. Yeah.
0: yeah. I, but I, I will double check.
5: It's like the inanimate object didn't know you were there like well
0: because like that's that's what i wanted to double check sneak attack does not work on objects perfect i just wanted to double check that because like it doesn't make any sense that it would because there's no like vulnerable spot that you're exploiting (laughs) in a moment of like distraction Um, i
6: shot the rocks back yeah
0: yeah uh seven piercing damage uh harry i'm gonna get you to roll me a d100 please I can just see, like, Ali slowly dying in the background.
5: Yeah, this is great. This is so good. Hey, you're this is,
6: good. This, this is what I, D&D is all about. Sorry, that's right.
5: a D10. That's so a D10. That's I'll a D10. I'll I'll D10.
0: We're going to ignore that roll. A D100. Twenty-eight. Okay. <laughs>
5: <laughs> 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 that's what you want to hear from your D10. Okay. Um... <laughs>
0: So I I should have
6: rolled out the D10, just use those two numbers.
0: (laughs) I'm uh, going to need all of you to roll me a constitution saving throw,
6: Oh, no.
7: As the gemstone
0: shatters and discharges, releasing energy from the elemental plane of air, specifically a bound storm into the center of the sphere. Wow! Uh, oh, no. <laughs> Harry, that's a 10. Now that's a 22. Sorry, is, that, is that a constitution saving throw? Constitution saving throw, yeah. please.
7: Oh, no. Tetra, oh, no. Crassus, Niles. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> I think I'm
1: going to do a shift on myself.
0: This is not what I thought <laughs> nah, was going to happen yeah. to me. <laughs> I did not I, see. No, Natural God, 20, God, that's much myself. better. Um, <laughs> i straight up
5: die,
0: the end. Okay, the reason, the reason that I'm getting you to Royal Constitution uh, is that the man. lightning's not the problem here, it's the thunder damage. As all of the energy of a captured storm is released in one go, this boom echoes inside the sphere. And because it is a perfect sphere and the walls are perfectly circular, the sonic energy, the sonic waves, have only one place to go, and that is to continually rebounding inside the sphere Through your bodies, which are the only things in here that will absorb sound because you're the only thing that's not made of metal or crystal. Crystal resonates with sound. The human body absorbs it. Um, (laughs) So that's going to be. So for everyone who passed, that's going to be um, 16 points of thunder damage. For anyone who failed, that is going to be thirty-two points of okay. thunder damage.
1: I'm going to absorb yeah. elements as well to take it less. Oh uh, uh,
7: so I'll take I'm eight done. damage. Do I have a reaction? Oh. Uh, uh,
0: <laughs> 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 can I? Can I just what? say? Can you imagine if it had been the fire idea, crystal? Though. because all of the energy of a volcano not a volcano but like all the energy of the fire released into the metal around you i
5: I was i was max health five seconds ago and now i'm on two hp (laughs) (laughs) two hp I'm just imagining everyone's and Niles is just like what? Just
0: eyes Niles you're like you're, you're right underneath the crystal with the bag open yeah. ready to collect <laughs> when this
7: thing goes off
0: you are just <laughs> smashed into the wall of the sphere yeah. and then as the energy ricochets again you're bounced back up the, the force of this pulling you into the air before it then yeah. smashes you back down into the wall of the sphere once again the sound Echoes through this thing. Uh you are all deafened as well. Yeah. Wow. Obviously. Yeah, Harry's
6: also just laying there, um, downed.
0: I will uh-huh. let you know when the deafened condition are you has passed.
5: Yeah, oh, you're down, oh
6: shit.
0: You're downed.
6: You're down. You're downed. You're downed. Oh, no, my okay. is 31.
0: Uh, he watches no. Harry. Your ma- okay, you watch. You oh watch as this the limp body of this bunny just slowly slides off one of the gears and just pff, falls lifeless to the floor.
3: i <laughs> healing word, him.
7: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: what word is it?
2: Fuck you. <laughs> hey,
0: but do you know what my, you know my favourite part is no one hears it. Like Lyra just goes, <laughs> opens her mouth, and Harry you suddenly like, you come awake. <gasps> As you open your eyes, suddenly recovering in the moment.
7: Oh God. <laughs>
5: does, does, Harry, does Harry have to. Does Harry take any uh, injuries from. Him? Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry. We're getting to that. So, Harry. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay, okay. I need you to roll this me. This is
6: completely avoidable. I need I you to so roll
0: sorry. me a Constitution Saving Throw. The DC is the damage it took to reduce you to zero, which is Wait. thirty-two. There is—I yeah, don't think be there's any way you can pass this. However, if it's a natural one, I need to know, or if it's a natural twenty, I need to know. So do okay, please. So there was a,
6: uh, a con, Constitution a con saving save. throw.
0: That's a nine. Fine. That is definitely going to be an injury. Could you please roll do me? Could you please roll me? Just a flat D twenty.
6: Do I still have a a, a a a wound in my leg? Yeah, I do from grotesque yep. like. Oh yeah. oh yeah! Yeah, that's a
0: ten. Hey, hits, that's a ten. Right? Let's open not, the not, injury not that's table. The worst. This, this one was my own fault.
6: So uh, if you had wrong. I, I think. Oh
0: yeah! Oh. Okay. Uh, thunder damage on a ten. Uh, that is going to be minor traumatic brain injury.
7: <laughs> 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 oh, <no>. oh, <laughs> can you, can you have bad. a minor traumatic?
0: You can, you can have You can have minor and major traumatic brain injuries, yes you can. And then the next step below, that's a concussion, which is not a minor traumatic brain injury, it's a step below. Um, the concussive force received has resulted in a minor traumatic brain injury, resulting in disadvantage on intelligence, wisdom and charisma checks, as well as concentration checks. The injury will self-resolve after three weeks, <laughs> or a lesser restoration spell will recover you <laughs> as you suffer brain damage.
7: <laughs>
2: So, so, so does Harry have like odd twitches
1: now? Does,
0: what was that? Sorry,
2: <laughs> does Harry's have like odd twitches
0: now? Well, you, you watch as as Harry sits up. There's just blood leaking from his ear <laughs> as he sort of like just sits there looking real dazed. Um, so yeah, make sure make sure you add to your character sheet, Dave, that you have disadvantage on intelligence, wisdom, and charisma checks. Not saving throws, just checks.
6: Uh, how do I do that? Just
0: chuck it in your notes section. So just copy that, and put it in your notes section, and then yep. I'll, um, yeah. And the, yeah, so, and, and lucky you're not a spellcaster because uh, yeah, it would also fuck up your ability yeah, to concentrate on spells. Be, so this
6: is uh, for three uh, um, real life weeks, right?
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> it's, until your ca- it's, until, it's until your character self resolves a brain injury, mate.
7: <laughs> three, three
0: weeks is generous. <laughs>
7: Yeah. <laughs> i'm being oh, yeah. generous with
0: the three weeks resolution that's like the minorest of minor traumatic brain injuries i'm sure claire will back me up here like most that that stuff does not normally take three weeks to resolve <laughs> it's a lot longer than that three decades. Oh
3: dear.
0: <laughs> um amazing so with the discharge of the sphi- the crystal is vaporized in this moment this quadrant where the gears were turning or i should say this this eighth the gears cease and seize in position. There's the sound of metal grinding on metal as the sphere tries to compensate for the loss of mobility inside of it. And you watch as high above you, two of the gears collide into one another, grind against themselves and then shatter causing shards of metal to begin circling the inside of the oh, sphere no. Wait, what? <laughs> slowly <laughs> losing oh. height until they collect and clatter onto the floor of the platform wow. high above
1: this is a mess this is a mess so is there a platform in the middle
0: there's a platform right in the very centre
1: yes how far away is that oh, uh,
0: cool. from where you guys are it's about sort of 60 feet 50 feet straight up in the air
1: Okay.
0: And you know that about 20 feet away, 20 feet up in the air, um, gravity shifts towards the center of the sphere.
5: How how long are we deaf for as well?
0: You don't know. I will let you know when that condition wears
1: off.
5: Oh, okay. Your
0: your characters, you just hear this ringing in your ears, this brutal tinnitus.
1: So what is that? So that 50 feet straight up to the platform, So what is actually... If we go a direct route... There's gears moving,
0: platforms, uh, sections of steam, more of the crystals. There's all moving together in this concept around... So it's not
1: so easy to just teleport to the platform and then drop the rope?
0: I will (laughs) say now there is a whole section that is no longer functional. The sphere, where, where that crystal was that has now been destroyed, everything has stopped moving there. There is now a stable, easily navigated pathway where that used to be now it's just stopped dead okay but
1: yeah what does it look like though if i did drop a rope just straight down
0: the problem is right the way gravity works works like as you look at this you know that it wouldn't be a rope going straight down you'd have to have the rope somehow go up and then be far enough in that the gravity would catch it and hold it in place. Right. And then as people yep. cross it, you have to hope that they're not holding on to then add to the weight, which would then pull it in either direction.
3: Hey, Matt, you know what would be a okay. great spell right now? Rope trick.
7: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
5: Where's yeah. Yerbeth yeah. Yeah, when you need him, you know? Oh, oh wait, that's right. He's bloody fighting oh, a dragon. That's
7: yeah.
0: cool. Yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> Looking through the section of the sphere that has now ceased to function as a result of the destruction of the, the energy crystal, I mean, the gears are just stopped dead. Some of them are forming natural platforms, others you could almost just walk up like stairs, the teeth creating makeshift stairs up the sides. I mean, you'd have to do a little bit of jumping between, but they're not moving anymore. So it's it's not that hard to navigate if you wanted to just climb up and, and move I was across it.
4: Start, start trying to climb them.
7: Yeah.
0: yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm.
5: Niles picks his, Niles picks himself up the floor and just follows, like a little bit sad that he took that much damage. Yeah.
3: <laughs> uh, now we'll pick Harry up, yeah. and um, escort him. <laughs>
6: I'm so sorry.
0: Does, is that here. Harry or is that Dave?
7: Both. That's
6: Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Harry looks yeah. up and just gives him a thumbs up, and he's just gonna wait down here. <laughs> I imagine that,
5: that like, Niles's plumage is, like, all, like, everywhere as well. Like, I'm yeah. like you know static electricity, I'm just like... Yeah. Ooh.
0: It was, yeah, it's, it's interesting that the storm that was unleashed, the lightning was almost destroyed, not destroyed, the lightning was almost completely compressed and kept in the centre while wow, that concussive release of the actual thunder yeah. was the... That was what hit you. If you'd been closer, sure. uh, might have been a bit worse.
1: Um... Oh, and
6: what's well, on unluckily, the platform um, again? Hello. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Oh, I was just going to make a joke. Unluckily, um, flying tape, so we can uh, get into electric. Like,
5: yeah. It's true. That's why uh, I took um preventative damage.
1: What's on the platform again that we're trying to get to? Like, what is there actually there? There's
0: a large um, handprint, a giant's handprint in place on, on a raised dice, and then hovering above that, constantly shifting and moving, pulling itself into pieces and reforming, is this collection of silvery. Almost like, yeah, silvery metal uh, that resembles Electrum, bound in the copper brass plating that is very reminiscent of the giant deck. Slowly pulling itself, forming shapes. So sometimes a pyramid, sometimes a rhombus, sometimes a cube, um, sometimes a um, trapezoid, constantly shifting and changing shape, moving in and around itself.
1: Hmm, okay. Alright. Yep, as,
0: cool as you guys, as you guys, be it. So I know that Niles and Lyra are moving up. Now you said you were picking up Harry and bringing him with you.
3: Well, not if he doesn't. If he, if he kind of indicates, I'll stay here.
6: <laughs> Harry, Harry is happy to be carried, but he's just no in no shape to climb.
3: Oh, okay. Well, now, now we'll cradle him.
6: Perfect. Um. Um. Uh, um Harry. Harry. Like holds on and like holds on tight and just like sobs.
7: <laughs> um, as,
6: yeah. As
5: we're moving up towards these sort of stationary cogs, um, uh, Niles is just going to like he kind of like puts his talent into like a, into like almost like a chopping, like almost like yeah, like kind of like that into a chopping uh, gesture, and then he just kind of like whacks his his body, um trying to reactivate some key, uh, a chakra point in his body to sort of give himself a bit of relief. He's going to actually use quicken healing. Um, he's going to spend two key points to give himself some HP back.
0: Very nice. Uh, quickened healing, what does that specifically do? So it gets you HP back. Does it say anything else in the flavor of the... Uh,
5: nah, Look, just as, as an action, you can spend two key points to regain uh, 1d4 plus two. So it's not okay. not a whole lot of
0: uh, I'm going to keep but... that in mind though, because if you're healing your body, that might speed up your eardrums recovering as well, which have all been oh, okay.
7: Yeah. Cool.
0: I'll keep that in yeah. mind. Although, yeah, again, that's... your hearing is much more sensitive as an owl's. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I've, 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 no, I'll keep that in mind. That, thank you. I will keep that in mind. That's good to know, actually. Uh, everyone who's making their way across the gears to try and get to the center, I'm just going to need an athletics or an acrobatics check. Um, just roll. Dave, you don't need to make one because Harry's being carried by now. Twenty-one for now, um, seventeen for Tetra, fifteen for Lyra.
1: So, Server's so not doing anything at the moment. Can she give me the help action? Absolutely. Perfect. Ah, oh, seventeen's
0: good. Seventeen, fantastic, and just one for Niles. I think you rolled very, quick yeah, and feeling acro- twice. Was it acrobatics?
1: Was
0: it uh, or yeah, athletics? Your choice. But it. I'm assuming you'll take, do,
5: I'm uh, definitely doing acrobatics. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> 14. 14.
0: Perfect. No, you all pass. The DC is oh, much great. lower because there's stuff not moving. Yeah, by destroying the crystal, uh, <laughs> even though that was a terrible <laughs> idea,
7: it one does... It is one way to do it.
0: As you get to the center platform, the, the changeover between points of gravity is very disconcerting for all of you bar Tetra. Um, all of you find that changeover as gravity no longer pulls you down, but pulls you up. You have to sort of like catch yourselves and, and move a little bit, shuffling and falling slightly and, and to avoid tripping. But Tetra just naturally and nimbly switches across, moving between the two different platforms as I, the gravity I, I, shifts.
3: Actually, um, I, the snow. as she yes. as, as, as
2: gets yeah, yeah. close um, to the point of gravity, it's 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 almost as if like, you know, she's stepping up um, like vertically one way. She almost like a like little hop and like a partial rotate so that when the next gravity catches yeah. her, it falls down. Nice. Mm -hmm. Very
0: much like an astronaut on our world. Mm. Very nice. As you get up to the platform, you can see that it is covered in shards of metal, a small stone, but the massive giant handprint inlaid onto that dais stands before you. Mm. What would you like to do?
4: I think Lyra probably just Mm. straight down, see what happens. Press the button, Lyra.
0: Brilliant. Lyra, as you place your hand upon the dais, all of you around feel that pull from your hands, the same sensation you'd felt when you tried to move them close together and they snapped onto one another. You feel your hands pulling you towards the dais, one on top of the other as they stack up, forming that same original shape that the Hjartstone had been in before. There's the sound of metal grinding on metal for a few seconds beneath you, and the whole sphere suddenly grinds to a halt. The dais begins to light up. You hear the sound of energy pulling this as the dais begins to light up. And as it does so, your vision fades to white and black. And that is where we're going to wrap up for tonight. We will jump back Bye. in next episode to see how that resolves. Thank you so much, everybody, for a wonderful session. That was uh, that was lots of fun. I did not see
7: uh, <laughs> any that of great. that
0: stuff coming. That was great. <laughs> that
7: was Amazing.
6: Well done, Harry. Well
5: done Harry. Right. well
0: done, Harry.
6: That's how I play Baldur's Gate.
7: <laughs> that explains a lot. <laughs> yeah, that, ex- that explains a lot.
2: Yeah, well, great. thank
0: you so uh,
7: much I have for a joining
2: us. Uh, and I have one, que- one question. Go. Now the sphere has stopped moving. Yeah. Does the gravity still pull towards the edges, or is it just taken over from the middle poles?
7: Uh,
0: <laughs> I don't. I, I, get, I don't think this is a spoiler. The gravity reasserts itself to the natural gravity of the planet. Uh, okay. Once the sphere is no longer spinning, so the gravity is all pulling downwards, like okay. to, to the floor of the platform now
3: do you all love right. it when you insert some black hole physics
0: into our dndk yeah no, it's great do you yeah. do you enjoy it when i like put in some like high concept level physics just for fun because yeah. why not,
7: yeah. Yeah. Why not? <laughs>
0: just yeah. just because it messes with your brains and i know you enjoy it <laughs> <laughs> i love my DD with us a layer of science it's, it's good. <laughs> right like it should be i feel good. like i feel good. like it should all be like as much as possible Use real world physics as a supplement to help explain and ground the world. Because it's so much more believable. So much more. Immersive. <laughs> yeah, it's
3: much more believable.
0: yeah. Having like pockets of localized gravity as a result of a uh, crazy giant tech.
7: <laughs> I don't know.
0: I just find it fun to put that stuff in. And it's it's oh, cool yeah. to imagine. And I and I want I want the giant tech to feel alien in a way to what you're used to. And this is one of the easiest ways to do it is to make it science fiction level fantasy rather than this sort of like ancient runic stuff i thought it was i thought it's a cool cool play on the giants well thank you so much everybody for joining us it's been lovely sharing our time with you and uh, sharing our session if you've enjoyed it make sure you hit that like button if it's on youtube or leave a review if it's on the podcast platform and if you do happen to hit the subscribe button on youtube it'll be a massive help we are almost at the 850 mark uh, which is a massive milestone on our way to 1,000. If we hit 1,000 before the end of the year, which is looking pretty likely, that would be amazing. And I have an idea for a special treat as a uh, yeah, as a marker for me hits the thousand. Uh, hit the thousand. I don't want to say too much, but uh, yeah, I've got I've got something special planned for that. That I'll uh, reveal a bit more as we get a bit closer. All your players level up. That'd be that'd be lovely, but uh, yeah. no. I've got something I've got something better something better in mind for me not for you guys I mean play a level up would be (laughs) great for you guys but I've got something better for me (laughs) well thank you so much everybody stay safe stay well and we will see you all again really soon until (sighs) then, good night and goodbye
7: farewell bye